Hey, welcome back to Maji Dayo, the podcast where we talk about uh, Maji Gakuen, the drama produced by AKB48. I am your host, Raiden, and this is my co-host, Elliot. Hello! And it's, it's been, been a while. A while. <laughs> yeah. Um, Took a hiatus for the holidays, um, mm-hmm. and then I unfortunately got, very sick. got sick. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. It was awful. Um, but yeah, so we're, we're back with another episode um episode full of tears if you're yeah. me at least i was well, watching it to take notes and i legitimately got to one part and started tearing up even though i've seen this show oh my god so many times <laughs> but in my defense i haven't actually watched this show in a very long time other than you know actually watching it to take notes so mm. don't judge me yeah so uh i hope everyone had uh, good holidays, uh, good new year. Yeah. Um, but now we're back, and as always, we always start with some idle news. Uh, okay. And I've... we. Uh, Do you well, want to start? Do you want me? Well, to go? I was just gonna. I was just gonna say, like, AKB just finished their request hour. Uh, oh. But from the date of this recording, it was like yesterday, I think. Mm-hmm. Um. And the the thing about it this year was they didn't actually do from 100 to number one. They only did 50 to number one this time. Oh. Um, How come? So, do you know? Yeah. Or, what? Oh, I was asking if you knew why they picked only 50 instead of 100. I am not sure. Time, I money. Well, I don't know. Like, they've been reducing a lot of their stuff. You know how mm-hmm. they got rid of AK Bingo. They got, you know, they haven't had any yeah. like dramas recently and they've been reducing mm-hmm. a lot of their stuff. And I don't know if it's because like a venue space, you know, like they only wanted to rent the venue for a little bit. Um, Maybe. Or I, I really don't know why it was reduced this year. Um, I mean, they didn't even have Sosin Kill last year because of the scandal with uh, with NGT. the NGT scandal. Yeah. yeah. Not that it's... Well, I mean, it could be just a number of things, really. Uh, mm-hmm. And I don't necessarily... It might not be necessarily bad news that they did it. Only 50 to 1 this year. Yeah. Um, because the other news that I had was that they announced at request hour that AKS will be... Won't, won't be managing uh, AKB, NGT, or HKT anymore. Mm-hmm. They're going to transfer those to their subsidiaries. So that means that they'll be working more independently from AKS, and then AKS decided to change its name <laughs> to <laughs> Bernalossum or something like that. Something like I, that. It's like I'm, it's so dumb. <laughs> <sighs> I I'm curious as to why they've made these decisions. Um, I have to... some. I mean, there's been some theories floating around. Mm-hmm. Uh, part of it is. A lot of people were saying, oh, well, because of all the bad press they got with the NGT scandal and mm-hmm. and everything, they're trying to kind of take a step back away from the idol industry and sort of recuperate their image and invest in other things. Oh, um, it 
it, it could be a lot of factors, um, but who knows, really. I just, I'm interested to see how they'll do now with um, the groups being more independent. Yeah. Um, I'm interested AKS. to see what they'll do. Right. I mean, I know they just announced, sorry, I'm hogging all the idol no, news it's okay. time here, but um, I know that they announced like their new single. And they announced a new center, and it was um, Yama... Who was it? Yamauchi? Mizuki? I know her by her nickname, Izuki. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I butchered her real name. I'm dead. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but, okay. uh, yeah, she's a 16th gen, and I'm really happy baby. that... Yeah, but baby. Yeah. I'm really happy that more of the newer gen are getting the opportunity to, you know, take the... Uh, be in the spotlight um mm-hmm. and so i'm happy for her i don't know her very well i've only ever seen a couple twitter posts about her so i have no idea who she is <laughs> but props to her for having the center position so i'm hoping that we kind of continue this trend you know mm-hmm. because part of sorry i'm getting really into idle news here but part of <laughs> it's okay um, <clears throat> the thing that i that was a problem i think for a lot of previous transitions from generation to generation was that Mm -hmm. we never got to know any of the newer gens before they were kind of just like you know like there wasn't a lot of space for them to have more opportunities to shine Mm -hmm. and i'm always open to newer gen having you know more spotlight and more opportunities for other for fans to know them so Mm -hmm. i'm hoping that we get now that they're being more independent from aks we get more uh, just more variety in a lot of things. Um, mm-hmm. I definitely want more dramas back. Like, please, um, please, I'm begging you. <laughs> we haven't had an AKB drama in a while. <laughs> and Bring Maji back. It, it, it makes me sad. It doesn't even have to be Maji. It can literally be anything else. But I just really well, yeah, want... but I'm partial. More AKB dramas. Or even, like, another variety show. Like, please, I'm begging you. Oh, please. You. <laughs> they got rid of AK Bingo, have... and then they haven't yeah. really done much else. No, they haven't. I mean, there's Namosa. Namosa? Nam- Am I saying that wrong? I feel like I'm saying it wrong. Namusa? I can't ever say it right. They have one other show that they haven't mm-hmm. canceled, but it's just like, I'm, I'm praying to God please Almighty, like the idol gods, <laughs> like, please. Um, anyway, I'm sorry. Uh, did you have any news, Elle? Yeah, I had a couple. Um, the first one... I'm mentioning, even though it was a while ago, specifically because we talked about it last time when they had announced that Sashi was going to be one of the torch runners. We joked, mm-hmm. haha, wouldn't it be funny if they also did Reyna? Well, guess what? They picked Reyna. Yes, and I will <laughs> and add on to that. They picked Takamina as well. Yes, they did. They... Like 411. Oh my God. <laughs> Those are the three (laughs) worst runners in AKB history, and I'm like, why? Why have you done this? And I'm so confused why they got picked. I mean, I understand why Sashi got picked because she's super popular. Yeah, but like, she really is. Come on, how did you (laughs) the three worst runners in like 48G history? How did you do that? It's so funny. It is so funny. And I look forward to, to seeing them lag behind everybody else. God, me too. It'll and then be my... definitely at least entertaining. Oh my god. 
Yes, I'm gonna stay up and just watch the opening of the Olympics <laughs> just for it. <laughs> oh man, God! And then one more thing for Idol News. I guess it's like a part of this maybe new management. They a uh, couple select members are having YouTube channels now. Mm-hmm. Yes, they announced that at request hour as well. Yeah. Um, how many total? One, two, three. Hold on, I have to count in my head. Nine, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I think ten. I don't nine. know. I don't remember. Nine. Sorry, nine. I had to count. It's nine of them. One of them's a collab channel, um, mm-hmm. which is it's Mion, Nana, her girlfriend, whose name escapes me currently. Uh, Yuri. <laughs> yeah, Yuri, and then one other person who I don't remember her name. I feel terrible. Oh, it's Mogi. I think it's Mion's girlfriend <laughs> <laughs> so it's the gay Sorry, i think i Got butchered it. nana's girlfriend's name it's you you ed you yeah I think it's, yeah i think yeah, that's yeah, something like that. accurate yeah um, no, i i'm sorry i keep butchering their names and i apologize <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry uh, <laughs> oh man God. um yeah this is a collab channel um yeah. which i'm actually really interested to see how that'll work it's the gay channel. Yeah, the, it's it. essentially for the gays. <laughs> I'm thankful. Yeah, same. And then, um, now that I have a list pulled up, <laughs> um, the other people who are having YouTube channels are Kashiwagi Yuki, which is ironic because she's the villain of the episode. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yokoyama Yui, which we're both very excited for. Oh my god, yes, as Yui fans. Uh, yes we're very excited please. about her channel and i'm expecting um, there to be at least five videos at some point that are just about her cat yeah of course she has to she has to <laughs> yeah she just has to it's just she's a cat lady she's a making. cat lady so and then who else um oguri yui little yui yui she also yui is getting yui, her own yes. channel i'm i'm interested to see so what proud she'll of do. her oh, yeah so me too proud. <laughs> And then uh, Chiori is also getting one. And I'm excited mm. to see whatever she's going to come up that. with. Because she's fucking hilarious. She's so, so I wanna, funny. I want to know what she's going to do. <laughs> I know. It's going to be great. I, I have high expectations. God, so me I'm too. hoping that they're met. <laughs> and I know there's, some, there's like another S-key girl and then an mm-hmm. N-M-B girl, right? There's only one more in my list. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I uh, thought there was like... An SK girl and an NMB girl, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe. If the list I have might, who knows, it might not be complete. But yeah, well, they're the also announcing one... more mm-hmm. later, so. Yeah. Eventually, every member will have a YouTube channel. Oh, Surprise. God. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Except the ones that are in the collab, they don't get their own separate ones. They just get to have the one. Oh, man. <laughs> But yeah, that that's it for my idle news since you you did take one of them, which was um I don't even remember now. Great, good job me. Request hour? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think that's what it was. Yeah. Oh, the one where they uh the A- the AKS one I think is the one that you were Yes. Referring there you go. To, yeah. I am very um, scat- scatterbrained this week. I apologize ahead <laughs> of time. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so okay. Well, let's. We talked a lot about idle news today, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's been a while, so 
I figured we'd catch up on some stuff that's happened. Yeah, and um, a lot of stuff has happened within the past couple of days, so. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. We have a, there's been a lot. Um, part of it because of request hour, and so yeah. a lot is to be expected, but yeah. Let's dive into this episode, shall we? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, would you like to start? I know this is an ep that you took a lot of notes for, and I did not, oh. <laughs> so um, yeah. we'll let okay. you take point on this. <laughs> okay, so the episode opens up in a flashback of a fight between Yuko and... Presumably a group of people, but most notably, Sato. She's in a fight with Sato in front of well, the temple. Yeah, but she wasn't Sato at this point yet. Yeah. She was unnamed. <laughs> she was unnamed. She was just a face in the crowd. Mm-hmm. Until she met Yuko. <laughs> God, that sounded gayer than I thought. Okay, anyways. um, But yeah, the two of them are duking it out. Yuko gives Sato one good punch in the head, which I'm surprised she can hit, considering how tiny Yuko is, but okay. In comparison, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that, that one punch to the head knocks Sato to the floor, and Sato tries to get back up, but she collapses, and she's like, all right, I've, I've lost, I've given up. You yeah. win. Oh, well, I want to note that, like, she, that punch actually gave Sato, like, a really big cut on like mm-hmm. right above her eye, like her eye, uh, but below her eyebrow, and we'll we'll see a little bit of that as we come back to the present. But um, continue. I just wanted to make note. Yeah, good good point. I did miss that. And then Yuko asks Sato, she's like, "You're an S, right?" And I would like to I- mention <laughs> to people who um don't know, we get a note of it in the show, but mm-hmm. in Japan. They don't say sadist or masochist. They say S and M. <laughs> so yeah. she's just like, Yuko's just straight up asking her. She's like, oh, you're a sadist, right? I'm like, oh my god. Um, okay, first of all, like, what? how did you come to that conclusion? Like, uh- <laughs> I think it's in the way she's fighting, because that's what she's... Because her next line is, this is the first time I've ever seen anyone fight like that. So I think mm, it has something true. to to do with the way Sato fights. Okay. True enough. But it's still just out of context. It's such a hilarious question. It, it really is. Because it's just like, <laughs> hey, you're a sadist, right? <laughs> like, Imagine just walking up to someone on the street, punching them, and then asking them that question. I know. That's just so bad. Damn it, Yuko. God. Oh, my God. Somehow it was anyway. good enough for Sato to fall for her, though. So... I I guess so. <laughs> Anyways, um, Yuko walks back up to where Sato is laying, and it looks like she's gonna go punch her, but ac- and even, like, Sato flinches, but mm-hmm. actually, Yuko extends out her hand to her, and is like, starting today, you're Sato, and I love that it does show us, like, this is where she got the nickname from, and it also mm-hmm. is wonderful because it lets you like headcanon like oh maybe she's given the other at least like the other members of Rapapa their nicknames through her fights with them because it's a Yankee school of course she's going to fight them at some point right (laughs) except possibly Torigoya because 
she herself is not much of a fighter, but we'll see. Um, mm-hmm. We'll see what I'm talking about. Uh, I like this shot of like when Sato accepts Yuko's hand. Oh, it's so good. It's just like such a beautiful shot. Oh, it's so good. Um, what was I going to say? Actually, uh, f- back to the head, the head cannon thing about the names. My friend and I, when we were watching it together, actually, ha- he had a head cannon that Yuko actually gave everybody their nickname. And that's why uh, Daruma and, At- and Maida never get one because Yuko wasn't there. So she didn't get to give them a nickname because she was in the hospital. Like, you mean like the whole student body? Yes. <laughs> I don't know. That feels like a stretch it's, to me. It's a stretch. But I think it's hilarious because some of the names are so bad that at some point she just gets so tired and she's just like, okay, your nickname's your actual nickname, your rice, your, your anime. <laughs> I could I could see it for like Rapapa, like the yeah. Group. I, I think I don't really I think see. I will have likely. to disagree with yeah. you. I, no, one. it was more of a joke headcanon oh, okay. than anything. It's not a serious one, but the actual serious one is that I think she probably would have done it for at least. Sato and the queens. I don't know about the yeah, freshmen. At the, I don't know if she cared least. enough about the freshmen. I, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, but yeah, so Sato, of course, accepts Yuko's hand and Yuko helps pull her up. And then we get to see the beautiful shot that you were talking about of just the two of mm-hmm. them holding hands together in the sunset. And I'm like, God, this is gay. <laughs> <laughs> it's so gay. And it's so good. And then we transition to the present with Sato in the club room. Mm-hmm. And she's actually touching uh, where that cut was on her face because it's now a scar. And since she's yeah. reminiscing because presumably it's her reminiscing. Um, yeah, no, she's definitely like lost in thought because like the freshmen are like calling out her name and it takes her like mm-hmm. a second to like register that, you know, they're even there to register. Yeah, that she's there, um, or that they're there calling out to her, and they're the freshmen are like they're asking like, hey, like, is Yuko coming back? Like, where is she? Oh wait, no, they they brought, they present to Sato like a box of taiyaki, mm-hmm. which is like a, if you don't know, it's like a fish shaped, like, pastry, mm-hmm. usually like made with like a particular batter. Some people make it with pancake batter. Some people make it with uh, custom batter and it has like a filling inside mm-hmm. um, and so they're presenting like this little box of taiyaki that they bought and like they're like hey we bought this for you know for Yuko and is she here like you know they're questioning they're asking Sato questions about her well-being about mm-hmm. Yuko's well-being um, because they're curious as to if you know she's gonna be okay they're they're sort of like oh like Sato tries to reassure them and is like yeah like she's fine you know like everything's Mm -hmm. all all good to you know have that like united front of leadership is fine like don't worry Mm -hmm. um and they mention like oh let's take care of like the transfer student you know like before she gets back because at this rate our reputation is going to be you know tarnished and the one that's holding the Taiyaki box, I can't remember her name. What was her name? It's not Rice, is it? No. She's she's one of the other ones. One of the freshmen who's holding the box of Taiyaki, yeah. she's like, why don't we just let Maida she join jumbo? us? She's pretty she strong. She jumbo. 
Jumbo. Okay, yeah, I think I, I think, think so. you're right. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Jumbo tries to kind of offer this idea of Maida joining Rapapa, and like Sato just gives her this look and like kicks her, <laughs> <laughs> and the Taiyaki just goes flying everywhere. It's so funny um, because the freshmen immediately cower. Mm -hmm. Um, because Sato is like about to press her big ass heel into this girl's poor fingers oh god yeah yeah and she is okay Sato says this line about Mm -hmm. not accepting members who don't know how to play instruments but I'm like Mm -hmm. we've never seen any of them touch a single instrument you're right until this point so I I don't we don't (laughs) see any of them actually touch any instruments the only people this is for Maji too, but it's not even like a spoiler or whatever. The only people we see actually play an instrument are the freshmen in this season. They Do play. We? Tr- I don't remember. Yeah, they that. play like they play little trumpets towards the end of Maji one to like announce Maji is at a certain spot for a big fight. Oh my god, I don't even remember that. <laughs> well, they're it's only been so there long for since like I that season. I can't blame you, but it's also only there for like four seconds maybe okay <laughs> so like i said they're the only ones that right but seen. up until this point like we don't know that right exactly viewers, like, so it- <laughs> it's like i mean i get it because they are the brass band club i get mm-hmm. it so presumably maybe they play instruments uh right but we, like you said we haven't seen them do that and mm-hmm. although about that comment <laughs> I, I've mentioned to you before, but I'm going to mention to the audience. Uh, I do like to come up with headcanons of what who would play what kind of instrument. Mm-hmm. And I know you mentioned that later Rapapas don't really know how to play instruments because it's like a forgotten rule. So they um, like they try to learn and then they're just very bad at it. I know you've I mean, mentioned like, this before, and it's so good. Yeah, I, I don't want to go into it right now, because I feel like we're diverting from this mm-hmm. episode. But yes, I we do have headcanons about what types of instruments all the members play or would play. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I don't want to get in too much into it. I just think it's funny that like they don't... Like, they're like, oh, like Sato's like, yeah, like... If you don't play an instrument, you can't be a part of this group. I'm like, I don't think... I don't know if she's just being sarcastic or... I if... don't know. Because, like, she seems pretty serious about it. Yeah, I. that's what kind of throws me. Because I'm like, I haven't seen y'all play a there's single literally, instrument this whole there's time. There's literally a guitar that's not even in the case. Just sitting right next to the bench. Yeah, Where the exactly. queens sit. And it's like, you guys don't even know how... Like, the actresses don't even really need to know how to play guitar. They can just hold it and just pretend they were playing yeah, and then put it away. Exactly. Uh, and that's kind of one of the faults I find in this show. And we get this a lot more in later seasons. But it's like, it it tells you all this information, but it doesn't show you any of this information. Yeah. You're wondering, like, is this really true? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, you know, it... It's one of my main complaints. But yeah, I, I don't know. It's, I know this can be like a throwaway line, right? And yet we've spent but like it kind of bothers me talking about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um Sato almost like breaks this poor girl's finger. She starts reciting like 
very cringy poetry. Uh-huh. And, like, <laughs> the freshmen, like, get this look in their eyes. They're, like, realizing, like, oh, we know where... We know... We recognize that cringe. <laughs> we recognize that terrible poetry anywhere. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so I was like, yeah, the time has finally come. And, and they go into this, like, dramatic, like, stuttering of like oh, the the phrase so um death sentence and then we're flashing between you know the freshman sato and like this dark alleyway mm-hmm. <laughs> um <laughs> so funny. and we get more cringy poetry it's okay uh, that being dramatic is perfect <laughs> because this person they're talking about is incredibly dramatic i never realized so, until rewatching so how one, cringy the poetry is, and two, how dramatic she is. Like, oh my god. I Eventually, mean, I get it. She's yeah. like a teenager, but it's, it's just like true. so she funny to teenager. me. <laughs> yeah. No, this is to be expected, and I'm, you know, I'm all for teenagers being teenagers, and that's mm-hmm. fine. I just think, I just think it's really, really funny. Because <laughs> she's so serious about it, because we get this shot of Black, and she's holding up her, like, her necklace of, like, Jesus on a cross, Yes. And, and I'm just like, okay, black confirmed Catholic. I get it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but <laughs> but it's just so funny because she's so serious. Like, she's taking herself so seriously oh, in a so way that only it. a teenager could. And I just think it's so funny. I find it so amusing. It's it's hilarious. And one now that we're talking about this actual shot of her in the alleyway, and she starts bringing in the cross up to her face. I can't help mm-hmm. it, but every single time, because she touches her face with it, every single yeah. time I see this, I keep thinking she's going to stick one end of the cross into her nose. Oh my god. Because <laughs> it's like right below her nose. I'm just like, oh my god, no. I'm dead. <laughs> that would have been funny. That would have been hilarious. But no, she's just like putting it to her lips, like mm-hmm. kind of kissing it, I guess. Yes, I don't know. Sort of. And then anyway, we get to the theme song. Uh, yeah, we get to the theme song. Do we get a new... We don't. Uh, Black Do get gets her shot? own yeah, little, that's what I was wondering like, title if she got card. Yeah, she, yeah. Get, she gets it. Okay. Um, but, okay. like, that's literally it. Everything else is the same. Okay. All right. Just making sure. Um, but we, we cut to the classroom, and we hear Team Hormone <laughs> complaining. <laughs> and... Like, they're like, why are we sitting next to Maida? And we actually see, we, the camera pans out and we see them actually, their grill is, like, right there. And it's like, they're all sitting in a circle, but, like, right next to Maida's desk uh-huh. instead of, like, behind <laughs> or, the cla- or like, all the way in the back of the classroom. Mm-hmm. And Dharma's like, hey, she's our classmate. Like, <laughs> I also would like know, to like- point out that, like, they're eating better cuts of meat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like... Dharma probably bought those because I don't think the Team Hormone would have. No, uh, and she's actually fighting. Yeah, she is, but she's actually like starts fighting uh, Mukuchi for like a bigger piece of meat on the grill, (laughs) and Dharma wins out. But like Mukuchi's just like this bitch, dead ass, like not (laughs) like happy about it. Yeah. (laughs) God, and then Team Hormone, being Team Hormone, start talking about like whatever rumors they hear and they're like mm-hmm. oh yeah i i heard that um black has started to make her move because they're talking about the death sentence 
And Dharma, mm-hmm. of course, being Dharma, is like, what are you talking about? In her defense, <laughs> yeah. she's a transfer student. <laughs> so, yeah, she really doesn't know. But, yeah, they start talking about Black, and they say, like, a line where it's like, she writes a poem for whoever she's going to be, and then just adds, like, death into it. And that's why it's called a death sentence. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Holy shit. (laughs) That is so fucking funny. Like, I just die thinking about it. (laughs) I'm just picturing her writing in the book that she carries. That's one of the two things that that book could be. Her journal full of her bad poems. Or it's a Bible. It's one of the two. There's nothing else it could be. But it if could it, be a Bible. I think it's a Bible, isn't it? It looks like I don't, a Bible. Yeah, I. we can't tell because it kind of just has like a plain red cover. <laughs> there's oh, no okay. There's no like writing on it or anything. That's why I'm like, it could be oh, one maybe of the other. not. It's probably a Bible. Yeah. Um, I go between the two, but I like to think that it's a journal full of her cringy poetry. And so I'm just <laughs> I'm picturing dead. her writing. And then she's like, <laughs> she scratches it out because she's like, there's not enough death in this. Hold on. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh man. God. Um, but yeah, hormones like oh, Mida might be in trouble this time, and I'm just mm-hmm. like, you guys have said that every single time. They really and have. Nothing has happened to her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then like she, and then Dharma goes into like manager mode again. Mm-hmm. She's like, there's no way she can lose, and like, she's like, sorry, sorry, Mida, they're overreacting, and I'm just <laughs> yeah. like, oh my god, <laughs> oh god, and then Mida does like one of my favorite things she's ever done, and that's not like a serious thing in any of these episodes. While Dharma's talking to her, she puts her food down because she's eating lunch. She puts her yeah. uh, bento box on her table. She stands up and then just goes bathroom, <laughs> and that's it. And it's- <laughs> no, it's funny because the translation says bathroom, mm-hmm. but what she really actually said was unko, which is shit. <laughs> <laughs> so that's Sorry. really oh all God. she said. Sorry, that was probably really loud. Uh, just a no, warning. I mean, you. okay. Just a warning for you later. Uh, yeah, gotta edit that out. Or edit it up. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it's so funny because, like, she's literally just gotta go shit. Like, <laughs> Instead of Sonic's gotta go fast, just gotta go shit. Oh my god. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> yeah, but I just think that's so funny. So I mean, like, I guess the, the the translation would be, I have to go to the bathroom to go take a shit. But she really mm-hmm. only just says one word, and that is shit. <laughs> shit. That's and so it's funny. probably, like, the best line. <laughs> Midas' so... best line God, I kind of wish that they had just said the word shit instead of bathroom then. Because to us, just reading bathroom, I don't know, I found that funny, but that's even funnier. Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't know if you don't know the language. Yeah. I mean, I barely know it. To, I mean, I butcher their freaking names all the time. But, like, I know that word, mm-hmm. and I know what um she meant. And I, there's some translations that I've seen from this episode that do actually say that. Okay. They do actually say, sh- I gotta go shit, or something like that. It was like just that. the one that we have um, currently. It just okay. depends on, like, what translation, what video you have available. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's just implied that she had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> um, <laughs> and the scene uh, cuts to commercial, and uh, it's nighttime. So Dharma and, and Maida are walking home really late. Dharma's asking her, like, what should we do about this? You know, like, this is a real threat. Um, and Maida's still on... Thinking about 
<laughs> being constipated, I guess. Because she's like, I'm okay. I took constipation medicine. Yeah. And it's... I, I, I just love this so much. Oh, God. <laughs> because I think this is the most casual we've seen Maya oh. be. Oh, definitely. With Dharma. This whole episode, actually, it's it's we see her be more casual with Dharma than she's ever been. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably because of what happened the previous episode. It's just really, but it's just so funny, um, how crass she actually is. <laughs> yeah, we go from like super quiet, doesn't talk at all, to I have to take a shit. I'll be back. <laughs> well, I mean, like she's still like we talked about this before, but like she, all in all, she's still a Yankee. Yeah, um, this is true. She is still a Yankee. You know, I just think this it's is just hilarious. parts of her Yankee self kind of coming through, and I just mm-hmm. think it's it's great. I love it so much, and I I appreciate it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and one thing I will say is like this conversation that they have as they're walking. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked because it doesn't feel so one way like it does, like one sided. Like yeah, Maida's actually giving her input. Mm-hmm. Um. Because Dharma's actually kind of being very honest here. She's like, you know, like the other day when we fought Shibuya and you told me that I won and you accepted me as I am, it it made me happy. But like it, I'm still worried about you because there's, I don't feel like I'm strong enough to handle the things, the people that target you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Dharma's being very real about her, her weaknesses and her fears here as well. And I, and I really like that because Maida's just like... Well, I trust you to deal with it. Like, whatever happens, like, I'm sure you can handle it. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself here. Uh, because they actually get interrupted uh, in their conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, it's funny because they, they come down the stairs and, like, this very obvious gust of wind blows through. And, <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> and there's, there's like, like, newspaper trash is, yeah. like, lifted I, up and everything. Yeah, and I have to mention that there's, like, shadows on the wall. But they're obviously, mm-hmm. like edited to be too dark yeah (laughs) it's so funny to me because it's just like there's suddenly just like a pitch black section of the wall and it's like gee i wonder something's there (laughs) (laughs) but then uh, they stop and they start hearing uh someone start reciting more cringy poetry and Mm -hmm. that was looking around like who is that what's going on and then it cuts to Maida and she's just standing there when with mm-hmm. one of those very obvious dark spots behind her and we just see walk uh, black walk out of the shadows as she continues mm-hmm. talking and she tries a uh, black actually tries to punch Maida but Maida moves out of the way in time mm-hmm. which is impressive considering how fast black is yeah no it's it it is pretty impressive i mean actually before we talk about this mini yeah. fight here well it's not even really a fight mm-hmm. so much as it is a threat but it's just like mm-hmm. i really like the shot they took of like i know that they intentionally blacked out where Mida was standing but like we get this like one shot of black's eyes with just like that slit of light yes. on black's eyes and it's, it's actually so, a really nice it's shot it's really good I, yeah. I do actually, I know I made fun of it, but I actually do like this scene a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in my notes I called it a confrontation, not necessarily a fight. Yeah, no, definitely not a fight. Um, um, but I really More like sh- a warning. Yeah. Or like a call out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I really do 
kind of enjoy it, even even though mm-hmm. it's like, well, she's obviously standing there because it's too dark in the one <laughs> spot to be real. But I, I still think it's really good. Um, yeah, I agree. It's a, um, a good way I, to I introduce actually, black. Yeah, I actually pause the scene uh-huh. and I'm looking at this one shot. Of where they've darkened it, and it looks so obviously like oh, yeah. post editing, <laughs> and I'm just like dying how I did it's not so notice bad. how very very obvious this was. <laughs> it's so bad. Oh it's... man, it's it's so funny. It, it is, but funny. a product of the times. Yeah, that was ten years ago. So yeah, God, that's wild. Ten years old now. Uh, anyways, um, after Black tries to hit Maida, she disappears into the shadows again, and Dharma mm-hmm. continues to run around, being like, where are you? Where did you go? And then um, they kind of transition to, a, like, a different spot. I think this is where... Is this where they fought? They ran into the Kabuki sisters? Yes. Okay, it's very, that's what I It's thought. like that same green fence mm-hmm. uh, that we've seen before. So yeah, it's definitely a place we've They've had a confrontation okay. already. That's what, I, that's what I thought, because I was like, yeah. I recognize this alleyway. Yeah, this is like the path they take home. Mm-hmm. Like, every time. Because they always get ambushed here. <laughs> they do! <laughs> and I mean, in another episode, they did take another way home, but now they've stopped mm-hmm. going a different direction home. Well, I think because but, they got ambushed over there, too. Yeah. You know, like... Might as well take <laughs> the most like, direct path point? home. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, Black um, then comes out of the shadows again and just punches Dharma in the cut. Yeah. <laughs> Completely like knocking her over. And Maida actually like walks up to Dharma and is like, and like leans down and puts her hand on her, like not saying, hey, are you okay? But kind of like seeing if she's okay without saying anything. Mm-hmm. Just checking on her. Yeah. yeah. There we go. That's the way to say it. Um, As... She's, e- she's even looking around, like, where did Black go as Black, of course, doing what she does, being dramatic, disappears into the shadows and starts reciting more poetry. Although this one's kind of different because it's kind of a warning. It's like, mm-hmm. um, God, what does she say exactly? It's something about the moon. I don't remember. Oh, she says something like, the path to the moon will appear once again. And then um, we'll see that. Again, later. And as mm-hmm. Maida stands up, Black actually shows up behind her and is like, we'll meet again. And Atsuko yeah. actually goes to throw a, a hit, but Black's too yeah. fast. <laughs> She's got the jukes and just leaves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> although, For sure. Although I think she actually doesn't leave, if I remember correctly. I think they talk and walk away and she's actually still there. Really? You think so? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Uh, once we get past their conversation afterwards, I'll, mm. I'll be able to... Oh, like, yeah, no, you're it. actually right. Because um, we do get a shot of her again, mm-hmm. I believe. With more of um, the yeah, organ music. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Very Phantom of the Opera-esque music. Oh, so... so uh, definitely, I, I could feel like Phantom of the Opera inspired... <laughs> inspired Black's character as a whole. Yeah, I could see parts of it. Um, Back to um, what we were talking about, how, like, Dharma's like, oh, this is really bad. Like, when Black finally leaves them alone and Dharma has to get up. 
And uh, she's like, we got to do something about this. And Atsuko's like, I don't care. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but Dharma actually brings a good point. And she's like, you know, you don't care, but it matters to it matters to them. It matters to Rapapa that they, they have to defeat you. And this is where Asuka's like, well, I'll leave it to you, Dharma. Like, she actually says Dharma's name. Yeah. Kind of a, shows the progression of their friendship now where they're actually on a name basis. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Dharma's just like, oh, you, call by my, you call me by my name. <laughs> <laughs> She's so excited about it. It's, it's cute. Uh, and you're right. Black does appear as she watches them leave. I can't look at this scene where she walks out of the shadows anymore because there was this one video I watched where it was a crack pair between her and Okabuki and they used this clip and I can't oh fucking God. unsee it now. It's the worst. Stop. <laughs> oh um, man, we should do an episode about music videos for Maji because yes, they do exist. They do exist. They do exist out and there. There's I hope I hope most of them are still up. Because I, it's been a long time, so I don't know if some of them have been. I've seen a couple still around. Good, good. In the year twenty twenty. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we could probably just do like a mini. Yeah, mini bonus, bonus episode thing with it. Um, we will be doing some bonus episodes, uh, talking about stuff that we didn't get a chance to cover mm-hmm. uh, during these eps. So uh, at the end of the season, we'll be releasing those. So look forward to that. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be fun. So uh, we transition to day now. We cut to Yuko saying, oh, it's like nice weather. She's wearing this like cheetah print jacket. She, when we call her old, we're not thing. kidding. Because not only is she, she, does she act like an old man, in most cases she dresses like an old man. But in this case, she's oh got God, an old yeah. lady jacket. <laughs> She's got the like sweats to match it too. Yeah, she's got like, a in it's a set that old lady look. Yeah, yeah it's a it's, whole set. It's so funny. It's ridiculous. It's and so funny. I don't think we see it in this episode, but maybe it's in a later episode. But she has cheetah print slippers. Does she? Yes. I don't remember that. Yes, I it might be a later episode. It might be I think it's okay. episode nine. Um it's weird okay. that I remember that so specifically. But I think it's episode nine. <laughs> I think it's because I was freaking out about it. Because I was like, why do you have cheetah print? You're 17. Stop. I'm dead. <laughs> anyway, Yuko uh, is actually talking to somebody. And, and she asks, hey, you want to go into town for a little bit? And the camera pans out. And it's Maida who's folding laundry. <laughs> Doing her job. Doing her job. <laughs> and Yuko's trying to convince her to come out with her. Mm-hmm. And Maida's just like, I'm working, bitch. Like, what? <laughs> what <Yeah>. you mean? <laughs> She's like, I have a job to do. <laughs> and Yuko plays this card of like, well, I guess I have to go alone. Alone to me. God. And somehow this gets Maida to stop and turn around and look at her. <laughs> yeah. And then Yuko gets this dumb grin on her face. And then it immediately cuts to the arcade where they're playing games together. Yeah, it's so funny. I'm like, damn, Maida, you're going soft. <laughs> it was Dharma. She did it to her. Um, I know. Well, now we're getting to the part where I did all that stupid math for. Hold on. Let me find it in my I, notes. I'm dead. <laughs> Elle decided to actually do math. Can you believe? I've, Can this you isn't, believe? This isn't the first episode. I've done math in other ones, too. This one I just did more research for. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so... 
how we transition from the scene on the roof of the hospital to the arcade is that after Yuko gives uh, Maida that grin, it cuts to this plastic fat guy <laughs> as he's a part of an arcade machine where you're supposed to punch it and it tells you how much force you put into it. I'm going to note that now before I start pulling out numbers that this is an arcade machine. It's probably very inaccurate, but I'm <laughs> making my <laughs> more than likely, but I'm going to make my assumption for math reasons that it is accurate, even though it's probably very not. But Yuko does a punch first. I also like to note we didn't see the punch, but knowing Yuko, she probably put her all into it because that's Yuko. And that's just, just I think she's a character that knows that goes from zero to nothing and there's no in between. After she punches the guy, it gives her a number of 133 kilograms and that's 103 kilograms of force. So for us in the US, I was like, all right, well, I have to find a different number. I have to figure this out. So for her, that's around 293.2 pounds of force. Um, if what you, the fuck? <laughs> if you want to go scientific, that's about... Uh, 1,304 newtons. I know you probably don't understand what I mean, but... I don't understand. It's okay. I'm going to keep going. Spe- I was a humanities major, man. I don't know shit. <laughs> I'm mentioning the newtons because um, because I have, like, reference points to describe how strong that these are. Um, and they're in newtons. Oh my god. So that's why I mentioned it. Uh, and then... She turns to Mida and she's like, okay, okay, it's your turn. And then Mida does like this kind of sort of half punch because she's not trying very hard. She's not interested. Uh, But she does punch the guy and her number is 138 kilograms. Um, Oh, I would also like to mention that before Atsuko tries, Yuko looks at her number and is confused. She doesn't like the number she sees. No, she's actually very disappointed with her results. Yes. So... For <laughs> Maida, hers in about in pounds is about three hundred and four pounds of force. Oh my god! Or I'm gonna go full scientific. That's one thousand three hundred and fifty three newtons of force. And like I said, that's her just bullshitting it. She's not actually going her full force into it. I would love to see whatever bullshit number they could have come up with that. Anyways. Yeah, this is ridiculous. It is ridiculous. I would like to mention that one of the resources I looked at, it said that um, the study was in, it was done with 12 black belt karate masters and they were averaging the force behind their punches uh, and their average was about 325 pounds of force so the and then the, the i think fuck? the highest was like 800 something yo that's batshit insane yeah but th- remember if this is well one this is an arcade machine but if this is an accurate arcade machine they're high school students who have no like formal training so that's kind of frightening <laughs> yeah no this is very frightening <laughs> it's no wonder like yuko has like novella sickness or whatever if she took enough hits to the head oh yeah with that amount of force like can you imagine (laughs) can you believe i'm dead i literally i (laughs) this is so dumb (laughs) (laughs) this is why i wanted to mention it because it's so bizarre 
I was trying to find the numbers for, um, like, a teenager their age. And specifically a girl teenager, but I couldn't find anything. Because apparently mm -hmm. any records that are there are either trained professionals or men. And I, so that didn't help me at all. Insane. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Science lesson. <laughs> Math lesson. I don't know. The only way you'll enjoy a science lesson is if it's the, much I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, uh, so we cut to Maida, like, looking behind her, and Yuko's gone. So she didn't even, like, stick around to watch the results. Mm -hmm. And she's playing the, like, whack-a-mole alligator game where, like, you're trying to, like, hit the alligators before they go back into their hole or something like that. Mm -hmm. And, like, she's being super energetic about it. She's just, like, trying to smash all of them rapidly without <laughs> any kind of thought. Yeah. And she tries to pull Maida into play, and Maida just slowly is, like, tapping them <laughs> with very, <laughs> very much disinterested in this game. God, um, it's so funny. <laughs> and, and Yuko's watching her, and Yuko gives her this look like, God damn it. <laughs> very disappointed look yeah um, she's she's very disappointed in her but as she's watching Maida like her vision starts blurring and we get that novella sickness again and Maida asks if she's okay and Yuko's like oh yeah I'm totally fine not like I'm dying or anything no uh, it's not like I almost just passed out and now I'm very suddenly sweaty no big um, deal <laughs> and so we actually quickly cut to Sato looking for Yuko as she's coming into her uh, her room, her hospital room. Mm -hmm. I and like I to point. Note, go ahead. That the the shot they use of Sato walking into Yuko's hospital uh -huh. room is specifically pointed at the box she's holding, which is a box the box of Taiyuki. I was Taiyuki. gonna I was gonna mention that too. <laughs> like, did she just have the freshman pick up the Taiyaki that, that she like <laughs> that made would, her drop? Actually, that would actually be. So much funnier than what I was thinking. My thought was like, oh, she went and bought another one. But that's even funnier. And I like that. No, I, think, I don't think she went to buy. I think she just told her, hey, pick the shit up now. And then like took the box away. <laughs> that's so funny. Anyway, so she comes in and she's calling for Yuko. And Yuko's not there, obviously. Mm -hmm. And like the married couple they are, oh like God. Sato so like puts domestic. the box down and starts she folding, starts folding Yuko's, Yuko's laundry. Oh my God. Yeah, and... it's so funny. Oh my God. She's so, they're so married. I'm just like, yeah. Jesus. It, it's amazing. <laughs> I guess that's what happens when you rule a school together. Right? I guess so. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so... I guess after I guess after finishing cleaning up Yuko's room, like Sato is leaving the hospital, and um, she hears she overhears a doctor and the nurse talking, and they're like, "Oh, like that Oshima girl." Oh yeah, she escaped the hospital again. Yeah, they're like, "Oh yeah, she just got out again. Like she's some dog." <laughs> like yeah, she got out yeah. again. And so um, the look on Sato's face when they're like, "Oh yeah, she's trouble. She's so proud." Yeah, she's so proud. Uh, and they're talking, um, the nurse and the doctor are like, oh, yeah, I've never seen a patient as energetic as her and mm -hmm. all these other things. And Sato's so happy about it. And then they say something like she must be spending her remaining time to the fullest. And then Sato kind of is like, wait. And like she fools, she just full stop like her face. Like, I want to give props to Shinoda Mariko oh, for yeah. like 
her face just instantly transitions to wait what yes because so there's basically she connected the dots that yuko doesn't have a long time to live and the thing is the thing that i liked too was this like they actually put this like crash sound effect mm-hmm. um because like to hit that moment of you sato's world is just instantly crumbled yes but also like transitions to yuko falling having faint having fainted again and mm-hmm. has crashed into a bike and on the street yeah <laughs> And she's just like, I'm fine. I'm fine. It's okay. I. It's like, she I like just kicks the bike. And she's like, what's a bike doing here? <laughs> yeah. um, I would like to note, because Yuko's wearing these like really round fake glasses. I want to note mm-hmm. really fast that there's a behind the scenes clip of Yuko in this scene. And she breaks them. Oh my god. She's not, not even her. I didn't in, know that. And it's like not even in her practicing the scene or anything. She's just holding it. And I think she pulls one of the arms of the glasses too far. And it just comes off. <laughs> and then she's like, oh. <laughs> it's so funny. I'm god, dead. It's so you go, funny. no. <laughs> Don't break the props. We don't have a budget. <laughs> Don't break them. Um, but yeah, so she, Maida asks, oh, are you okay? And Yuko's like, yeah, I'm fine. Um, and Yuko's like, I didn't expect to actually win any anything. And she's making Maida like haul like this giant <laughs> elephant. It's so plushy. Yeah, it's so huge. Maida, Maida has to give it like a hug to hold it. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. And they're actually walking past... Um, the set of stairs and we actually the camera stops following them and we actually cut to dharma who's actually sitting on those stairs mm-hmm. um, but she you know, they cross paths but don't see each other yeah and it looks like she's eating something as she's looking at her very dated flip phone oh there's so many flip phones in this episode there's so many yeah it's <laughs> so many it's so funny and she's reading i guess is it a horoscope thing? I don't actually know which... A fortune-telling thing? I think... I think is I'm what not, it is. I'm gonna be honest. I'm not too sure. I don't think it's a horoscope thing. Because um, it says, no, so tonight is a full moon. The moon phase can tell your fortune for free. Yeah. So I think it's a fortune it thing, not necessarily a horoscope thing. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. Mm-hmm. Just curious. <laughs> uh, but she's reading it as as she's remembering Black's words um, about the moon will appear again. Um, and so she is thinking about, like, what Team Hormone also said about Maida being in trouble. And she goes to, like, to eat more of what is her, um, takoyaki. Not taiyaki, takoyaki. Mm -hmm. And then she's, like, trying to pick one up and then she looks and there's, like, nothing there. (laughs) And then she looks behind her and Team (laughs) Hormone is all, like, have snuck up behind her and have taken all her takoyaki balls. Yeah, they took- And they all eat one. (laughs) gets so mad she starts shaking unagi like what have you done <laughs> yeah she's so spit offended. it out spit it out it's so fucking funny um and i i like to think of it as them having revenge for all the times she's stolen their food yes um yes that's and so but funny. hormone approaches her and, and she's like hey don't you know takoyaki is better uh it tastes better when you eat it with friends and share it with them. Mm-hmm. Look at them acknowledging that they're friends. I know. <laughs> Unintentionally so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it kind of gives Dharma an idea. 
And she lifts up her phone again and she's like, you really think so? Like, things are better with friends? And it, her, the gears in her head are turning um, as we cut to Yuko singing mm-hmm. or humming, I should say. No, she, at this point, um, this this one, she's actually singing. The first She's time actually singing. Her, she yeah, you're right. Singing. You're right. We get this song so many times. It's just like. <sighs> yeah, we get it a lot. Uh, in I episode. tend to forget <laughs> what she's doing um mm-hmm. but yeah so we cut back to Maida and Yuko and Maida's like hey isn't it time to go back to the hospital um who knows how long they've actually been out but too Yuko's like you probably too long yeah <laughs> and Yuko gets this smile on her face as she's just like oh we're going there because she's gonna take Maida somewhere and Maida's like where are we going and she's like oh the main event is starting now mm-hmm. and it's super vague and I'm just like that doesn't mean anything Yuko God, I know. <laughs> Yeah, and but she actually goes back. Um, we don't see her going back to singing because it changes to the Rapapa Club Room. But mm-hmm. she's continuing to sing Sakura no Shiori, and yeah. I I want to point out I don't know if this is intentional, but the way that she mm-hmm. sings this last line makes it sound creepy. Go and be honest with you. <laughs> Just the <laughs> I way guess she it's sings meant to be it, ominous. Yes. Actually, that's a better word than creepy, but um, I don't know if it was intentional. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if that was just Yuko maybe not singing on key, because I could believe mm-hmm. that also happened. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Especially at this point in their careers. Oh, yeah. I just wanted to point that out, because it always just gives me the chills every time I hear it. Cause I, yeah. just, I think it's the note she ends on is just... Mm-hmm. it doesn't fit right maybe with the rest of it and that's why it makes mm-hmm. it ominous but we do cut to the Rapapa club room and um, we see Sato running into the room calling for Yuko hoping she- that she was there to find nobody yeah. no one's yeah, in there nobody's in there and we get um, a close up of Yuko's chair and I can't remember if that's a different sign or not that they put on there uh, I don't, it might be, it might not be. I'm not quite I, sure. Yeah, I don't remember. I can't read Japanese. I can't um. read kanji to save my life. So <laughs> I, I wouldn't be able to tell you. Mm-hmm. Um, But regardless, I like that they actually just put that sign back on. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think it's cute. And shows how much Rapapa actually cares about Yuko and they want her it to does. be there. It's a nice touch. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we cut back to where... Yuko was taking Maida, and, and it's actually the same place that we see at the beginning of of the episode, the same temple. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Yuko comments that the place hasn't changed at all, and she kind of gets a her own flashback of when her and Sato basically joined hands together. They held hands for the first time. I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, sure. <laughs> Um, but Maida actually asks, like, what is this place? And Yuko, while she's mm-hmm. having that flashback, she's like, you could call it a starting point as we see that flashback. flashback. Mm-hmm. And Maida is just like, I'm tired of carrying your elephant. I'm going to go put it at the temple. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of your vagueness. Please explain I'm tired things of your to shit. me. Stop being vague like an old person. Please just tell me the truth. <laughs> Jeez. And Yuko actually has the gall to ask Maida for money. 
She's like, oh yeah, give me ten yen and five yen. Oh, oh, you're. And- get- I think you're getting a little bit ahead because she does ask um, Maida like, hey, why are you working in the hospital? She, oh, that's she right. She does I'm ask sorry. her questions first. Um, yeah, that's true. That's true. And like we, Maida actually gives her answers, which mm-hmm. before she would have just been probably quiet the whole time, but she really is just like, oh, I wanted to become a nurse, and Yuko's like, oh, okay. <laughs> she got ambitions i see <laughs> <laughs> look at her <laughs> she's got goals she's got ambitions yeah well i think well i actually kind of want to comment on this because mm-hmm. it's like for yuko who knows that she doesn't have a future mm-hmm. to hear somebody else you know say they have all these career plans like i feel like for her it's just like oh like that's not something that i could ever have you know and in hindsight right. like it's such a small moment right. but it's just in hindsight she's actually oh that's pretty cool because i don't have any anything to look forward to mm-hmm. other than six feet underground right so god uh i i think it's actually really interesting um and yuko even remarks she's like hey you probably made a friend because you're you've changed you know she tells mm-hmm. maida and maida maida pouts I, about it and she's like i haven't made a friend yeah She's like, I don't have friends. I don't need How dare friends. you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Yuko calls her out. She's like, oh, don't be so embarrassed. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. I, it's funny. This There's this aspect of Maida that's very stubborn. Mm-hmm. And that's actually been really consistent throughout these episodes. And that she's like, I don't have friends. I don't have friends. Like, you know, um, but she's just. She does, and it's just like <laughs> yeah, she does. She, she I don't think she's noticed how much uh-huh. she's actually changed. Yeah, and it's so funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so funny that she doesn't notice, but Yuko, who barely knows her, is like, "Oh yeah, you've made a friend, right? Look at you, you've changed." Yeah. Well, I mean, it's been a couple of. I mean, they've been. I would say the beginning of the first episode has been months, you know, and Yuko's well, yeah, probably true. seen Maida a lot at the hospital, mm-hmm. so. I would say that Yuko... And Yuko has been watching her, like, a lot. Oh, yeah. So, I could... You know, it's not too much of a stretch for Yuko to notice changes in Maida. Mm, I guess so. But that's just a theory I have. I, you know, mm-hmm. could be wrong. And it's just, like, the show's, you know, just taking this out of its ass. Yeah, uh, I mean, that's, pro- that's probably the truth. <laughs> yeah, no, you're yeah. right. <laughs> There's things we think would happen and then there's the reality of the show just talking out of its ass <laughs> yeah i know this is true but now we get but to now the we cut to about, yeah um yeah exactly where you go has the gall to be like hi she doesn't even ask she just goes give me a 10 yen coin and a 5 yen coin and Maida's like, why? But yuko yuko's like oh remember i don't have any coins left i spent it on the elephant might on the inside's probably like I don't even like your stupid elephant. I'm dead. <laughs> but she still she still gives her the money and Yuko runs up mm-hmm. to the temple, throws the money into the God, I, there's a name for it and I'm blanking on the name for it. But there's like this tray um behind Oh right, the the offering yeah, tray. Yeah. There you go. Um but she throws the coins into the offering tray and then very vigorously shakes the bell. <laughs> <laughs> and and then she she tells Maida, hey, now it's your turn. And then she actually talks a little bit about, like, why she wanted it. She's like, my grandmother used to tell me um, to throw in a 10 yen and a 5 yen coin and then wish for lots of luck. 
and it'll, and it'll like bring you good yeah. luck. And so Maida's like, uh, okay. <laughs> well, I don't think even did Maida even have enough money. Or she, she she has uh okay. two ten yen coins, but she doesn't have the five yen coin. And then we see that Yuko is bad at math. And then goes, yeah. oh, two yen coins. <laughs> that means double the luck. I know she's probably just trying to, like, make Atsuko cheer up a little bit. Just feel like, oh, mm-hmm. no, yeah, look, that's good. That's good. But Mina just doesn't <laughs> change her expression at all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but she does put the money in the offering mm-hmm. tray and rings the bell. And, and they actually, you know, fold their hands and give a little prayer. But Yuko immediately is like, what did you wish for? God, of course she uh, is. Like, super nosy. <laughs> <laughs> God. And, God, Maida gives, like, the best expression as she's turning around and walking she away. She does. Because she gets really, like, wide-eyed about it and is just like, oh my god, I'm leaving. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's Yuko so tries good. to play it off. She's like, it's no big deal. Like, just tell me, you know? Mm-hmm. like. I'm actually surprised that Maida relents to her request. Yeah, me too. Um, but she does. She's like, I wish that I wouldn't have to fight anymore. Mm-hmm. And Yuko, Yuko asks why. And yeah, Yuko doesn't understand. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> of course she doesn't. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. um, but Maida explains further and she's like, I've had to fight ever since I've transferred to the new, new school. I hate fighting. Uh, mm-hmm. Yuko makes a terrible joke. <laughs> It's so bad. It's so bad. When Maida says that I've had to fight since I've gotten to this new school, Yuko goes, I know. It's because, and our translation says, uh, it's because your look is annoying. Like, she's got an annoying face. <laughs> and I'm just like, Yuko! <laughs> Yuko! It's so funny because I feel like it's a callback to when, like, Maida's dad was like, you had a, you have, like, a very uh, scary look these days. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm just like, oh, man, this is like the second time this happened. (laughs) Uh, And Maya doesn't say anything. Like, she just stands there like, really? (laughs) (laughs) She just stares at her. Uh, And Yuko's like, oh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. The difference between them is so hilarious. It's it's funny because it's very much a... Uh a, What do you call like a straight man versus the straw man or something like that? Uh, like, you mm-hmm. know, like, one is obviously the more straight-laced, serious character, while the other one's the goof. Where's my body, um, uh, buddy cop film between the two yeah, of them? Yeah, basically. Please, give me. <laughs> oh, I know, right? Oh, God. That'd been so good. Um, but Yuko is just like, you know, I I like... She tells Maida she likes fighting. Mm-hmm. And Maida retorts, like, there's nothing good about it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yuko actually gets pretty serious here and and she's like i like fighting and gives her reasons of uh that she understands Maida because she's like i i hated it at first because it hurt so much mm-hmm. but as a person it taught me that and, and she says hurting one another isn't fighting i don't know if it's just the translation or something mm-hmm. i i don't quite understand what she means by that um personally and i don't know i'm like mm-hmm. is this is this a BDSM thing, Yuko? Is this a thing with you and Sato? 
and that's cool. Stop. That's fine. You know, that's, like that's, that's I, fine. I, just don't, don't. I'm not judging. Just I'm don't. just saying, like I, I mean, don't think Mida would understand. I, I mean, Sato is a sadist, so I mean, yes. <laughs> My serious answer for that is, I guess it kind of goes. I mean, she does. I think say. I think everyone's. Um, fighting for like a reason and everyone's trying right. to find that's true. that she thing. Does. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's what she means where it's like by hurting she means fighting for the sake of fighting. <laughs> Is it I'm going to say fighting for the third time. Is it really fighting? Like there's no point to it. I, I get it. Like she's trying to say like you f- when you fight right you end up going through a journey of self-discovery in a way. Mm-hmm. And I can kind of get that, but I just think that line was really weird. And again, I think it has to actually do with a translation thing rather than mm-hmm. the line itself. Yeah. Um, you know, Maida's just like, well, it's it's hard to find that thing. Like, I don't understand it. Like, I, I can't click with it or connect with it. Mm-hmm. And Yuko is like, don't worry, I know you'll find it. Maida retorts, like, I don't need to find it. She's very reluctant and, he- and still hesitant to give in to that part of Yankee life mm-hmm. that she's trying to let go of so hard. Yeah. Um, but it's it's interesting to see this kind of push and pull between their, their conversation. Mm-hmm. Like Yuko's definitely giving her advice and, and is someone who kind of understands like where Maida's coming from, but then is giving her like another view on it. Yeah. Uh, and then Maida's just being very resistant to the, that idea mm-hmm. of fighting could actually be a good thing or you can find yourself through fighting or, or enhance your bonds through fighting. And we can actually, well, we'll see why mm-hmm. Maida's so resistant to it. But yeah, so Yuko is like stretches and she's like, well, then uh, shit's about to get real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, she starts stretching and then the camera zooms in to this very serious look on her face. And then it immediately cuts to Sato back in the club room as she walks over to Yuko's chair and like she puts her hand on it and kind of, she I think she kind of wants to hold whatever sheet material is on it, but she doesn't. And then we get a look at her face and she's so fucking sad and like so she's devastated. Yeah, she there's the good word. She's so devastated. And it brings us a flashback. Back to that spot in the hospital where she had stopped. No, you're getting oh, ahead of yourself. Sorry, I am sorry. Of the two of them together fighting some yab, I think they're yabakure kids. Yeah, they based are. Off the uniform, uniform. And they're fighting back to back. And I want to know. Well, actually, occasionally throughout the seasons, we'll get this back to back callback to this particular scene. Uh, I think even in this season, it does it. It does. Um, in a later yeah. episode. Yeah. Uh, but they're fighting. They're fighting all these Yabakuna students by themselves. And they're like, oh God, like they never cease to come, you know, like there's so many of them. Yuko, are we fighting zombies? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yuko is like, what are they zombies? Um, and they even comment that they both can't, can barely stand. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're both kind of leaning on each other back to back. The words of the doctor are, are coming through as Sato is reminiscing about mm-hmm. Yuko how she's energetic but that it's hard to believe that she only has like one month left to live god and when they Um, and when that line is delivered what we see is yuko looking so happy 
and laughing mm-hmm. as she's fighting. And it hurts. It physically hurts me. <laughs> and Sato is just clutching the, the cloth mm-hmm. that's over Yuko's chair. And she just, I mean, she's crying at this point, yeah. I'm sure. She's just so involved in her sorrow because it's, I mean, it's a blow oh, to her. Yeah. You know, like, the fact that, one, Yuko didn't tell her. Mm-hmm. Um and made no mention and, and was trying to play it off as, oh, you know, like, I'll get better soon. I'm going to come back soon. We're going to graduate. Mm-hmm. And now Sato knows that maybe Yuko's not going to make it to graduation. Mm-hmm. And so we we actually cut back to Yuko and Maida at the temple. And it looks like, like Yuko stands there and she charges. And Maida just, like, instinctively puts her hands <laughs> yeah. up super scared like she's like what the fuck <laughs> and uh, Yuko just runs right past her <laughs> and then she fucking slams into the wall of the temple and the this table <laughs> that has a fortune box on it, it um, I think more commonly now at the bigger temples it's a tube where you pull out a stick and like it has mm-hmm. I know some of them it's like they have a number and then you go to whatever cubby has that number, and then you get your fortune from there. Uh, but this one, it was mm-hmm. just a box. It's a donation box. You pull out your fortune. Yuko just says, fuck the donation, and literally shoves her hand into the <laughs> yeah. box and rips off the cover that was over the fortunes. <laughs> God, I can't stand yeah. Her. So she's, she snatches a, a, a fortune out mm-hmm. um, and is like, yeah, I got like awesome luck. You know, like. Mm-hmm. I'm so awesome. Uh, and she's like, go ahead and pull some out for yourself. And Maida's just like, oh, okay. And like trails after her and like picks, like she actually gives a donation. Yeah, she does. She does actually <laughs> give a donation and she pulls out a fortune. And I think hers is mm-hmm. little luck. Like, yeah, small luck. Mm-hmm. And Yuko like laughs and she's like, you lose. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so funny because it's like so childish. Yeah. I, I kind of wanted to mention this earlier when we were talking about uh-huh. her being like, what are they, zombies? I, I noticed she kind of, like, acts like it's a game, fighting yeah, and she does. life a little bit. And I guess that does play into her, like, how she can be childish sometimes. Yeah, so she gives Maida back the <laughs> She gives her back the, the cover. cover. And it's just like, yeah, okay, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> and uh Maida's just like okay and she like puts the cover back and picks up the big ass elephant mm-hmm. um and she actually might actually turns and she hears Yuko singing she's like what's that song you've been singing you know like curiously and she's just Yuko's just like oh this is the song that we sing at graduation mm-hmm. I think she even says it's like her favorite song too yeah I think she does mention that and then she she actually mentions oh, there's a month left to graduation. And that's when mm-hmm. everyone watching the episode is like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Is exactly. she going to make it to graduation? Which yeah. sucks and because... That's, that's the question. Right afterwards, she's like, I'm excited. And then runs off screen. And we're like, oh, oh, no. And we actually get this shot of her uh, fortune that she had pulled out mm-hmm. because we didn't see it initially. Like, she didn't show Maida. No. Right? Maida, we don't see Maida, it. I think Maida actually kind of does try to look at it, but she doesn't show her. Yeah, um, um, because we actually get a shot of it, and it says terrible, terrible luck. luck. Yeah, with this very ominous sound in the background. Mm-hmm. Just, so it's it's very much Yuko 
a lot in a lot of ways a very tragic character mm-hmm. um because obviously this is someone who's full of life someone who has a lot of energy who is just bright and and even though she's a yankee right even though she fights like she definitely brings a lot of people happiness and joy mm-hmm. and like it's just a very good person all around um but this terrible thing is happening to her yeah. and it has nothing to do with like karma or anything it's just that's just how life is sometimes Mm -hmm. and it's just kind of very tragic and it's like it i don't know to me it hits harder because she's a child i think about it sometimes essentially she never will get to see adulthood she never gets to even experience her 18th birthday yeah she'll never grow up essentially um it's very sad it's It's very tragic yeah Yeah, it's just i don't know it's just so sad if you really think about Mm -hmm. it about how her life has just was just cut short so we we cut back from commercial uh and it's nighttime again (laughs) and um dharma's on her phone and she's i guess waiting for a message or she's rereading whatever, like, fortune. I think I think she's waiting, because it kind of looks like her phone's closed. Yeah, no, she actually, yeah, she snaps it shut. Um, mm-hmm. And is, seems to be waiting for something. Um, and we pan away from her to the moon briefly, and then back into, like, these very big shadows. <laughs> um, and, like, most of the screen is black. <laughs> yeah. And, um black herself comes out just to we just see her eyes like we don't yeah see much of anything else but she's coming out of the shadows um and we cut again to actually we cut we cut we didn't cut from we didn't cut to commercial we cut after this right and then we come back from commercial um (laughs) we were close uh i'm getting a note confused um but yeah so we cut actually to um Yuko and Maida coming back to the hospital and Yuko sees that the doctor and the nurse are actually right there and she like immediately stops and Maida's just like oh what like what's going on you know like Mm -hmm. what's happening and Yuko backs him uh into the hallway out of sight and tells Maida like hey like uh it's all good now you can you can peace out if you want uh I'll <laughs> yeah she's like you could go and, home yeah you can go home um <laughs> uh, and Maida immediately picks up on the fact that Yuko lied and didn't oh, actually yeah. get permission to leave the hospital <laughs> on her own god and Maida has like the biggest look of like what the fuck <laughs> yeah she looks so betrayed <laughs> um and she actually I just mean, leaves it... the elephant there too mm-hmm. she's just like take this then and just like walks away <laughs> yeah I mean, in her defense, I kind of understand why she would look so betrayed. Uh, I mm-hmm. mean, other than Yuka lying to her, but because she does work there. Yeah. And, like, she could get in trouble for. Po- like, yeah, she. They could she be really like, could. hey, you took out this patient without permission. They mm-hmm. probably won't because they've mentioned before Yuko has left on her own. Yeah, of her, yeah of her own devices. Um. Yeah, probably they probably wouldn't suspect Maida, <laughs> of all people, to sneak out exactly. with her. But yeah, it, it could actually be, like, Maida's also like, dude, like, I could have majorly gotten in trouble for this, or and, and or fired from my internship here. Exactly. Like, you know, um, it's a big deal. Um, but Yugo, like, just watches her go, and, like, the mm-hmm. smile kind of, like, 
fades from her face and she just leaves the elephant in the hallway like doesn't even bother like yeah she doesn't bother picking it up i mean Um, in her defense if she is like gonna try to sneak back into her room a giant elephant like that is gonna give her away that's very true (laughs) Uh, that's also why i think like she left it there because the next scene over she's uh she goes into the room Mm -hmm. and clearly like kind of tired um, oh yeah but like out of her line of vision uh we see this white fur coat and we know it's sato's she basically scares yuko because yuko thinks it's like the doctor's oh yeah she thinks really... it's someone that works there <laughs> yeah because sato's like where were you um and yuko goes to apologize but then as soon as she realizes it's sato her tone of voice actually like completely changes changes and she's yeah. just like oh it's it's just you don't don't surprise mm-hmm. me like that and then yeah. she's walking farther into the room and sato's following her she turns around and points at sato and is like oh hey actually can you go get my things probably yeah god and the thing that i know is like she doesn't even answer like sato's question she's just no like completely disregards it and like yuko's just talking like not even mm-hmm. aware of Sato's mood because the next moment, like Sato just straight up slaps her. Yeah, and I'd like to mention though, it's actually kind of a soft slap. Like even the sound effect isn't that hard. Like if you mm-hmm. compare it to the one she did with Shibuya, where she smacked her so hard she fell to the floor. Yeah, no, it's definitely not um a slap like to hurt Yuko or mm-hmm. to like do anything or like force anything onto you go or anything like that it's mm-hmm. just very much a slap of like i'm hurt and i don't yes. know how to express it other than like physical other than physically i mean they are yankees so that doesn't surprise me and you know yuko is shocked she's just like oh yeah like, what <laughs> like she uh, like she smiles almost as if it's like is this a joke you know mm-hmm. and and she takes a look at Sato's face, and Sato looks literally devastated, like, still on the verge of crying. Uh, yeah, her lip starts trembling, and it makes me mm-hmm. so sad. Oh. Yeah. Uh, and Sato actually, she she apologizes and, like, practically yeah. runs out the room. Yeah, she has a look on her face before she apologizes, like, she's realized what she's done. Mm-hmm. Because I think, like you had mentioned it she slaps her as a way of showing i'm hurt because that's Mm -hmm. the only way she really knows how but i think she did it without thinking and so in that moment where they're sitting there staring at each other she realizes what she's done and then she's like yeah i don't think she i don't think she's really thinking she's just Mm -hmm. reacting exactly Um, because she was looking for yuko like Mm -hmm. all over the school Assuming that she had left to go to school, but she wasn't mm-hmm. there. And the look that Yuko has, like, the realization that, oh, like, Sato knows, you know, like... Yeah. Um, Sato knows that I don't have a lot of time. And we get this shot of... Uh, that I love so much um, in this episode. Is Sato going out the room and the door behind her just slowly, like, closes in on Yuko. Mm-hmm. And, like, shuts uh, as you see her, like, very sad and kind of resigned face uh, as it closes in on her. And it's such, I don't know, like, visually, it's so good. 
I mean, partly because we were talking, like we just said earlier with her, you know, conversation with Maida at the temple, like, Yuko's time is mm-hmm. very short. Like, her story is going to come to an end very soon. Mm-hmm. Um, and that almost visually represents that. And I don't know, I just I just found it so powerful in this, mm-hmm. like, very small, this very small set of frames and moments. I don't know, I just loved it a lot. Mm-hmm. It, it's really good. And it's... I'm going to be honest, it's one of the, like, scenes that sticks out in my mind. Like, that shot in particular. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes when I th- if someone would ask me, hey, what are spots of Maju 1 that you remember? This is definitely one of them. I think specifically because, well, of just the emotions between the two of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but also that shot in particular because it's so good. Yeah, no, it's very visually strong. For a show that was filmed with a potato is one of their very few moments that really just sticks out. Yeah. And so... As and then... That, yeah, the scene cuts away. <laughs> God. The scene cuts away to Maida walking uh, down the street and we just get the shot of someone's thigh. <laughs> what a way... What a way to show that Chokoku is there. It's yeah. just, here's her leg. You're welcome. I mean, she does have the band, and we did see that a lot in her episode, because it was the band where she would stick uh, the poetry cards in. But it's like, God. <laughs> I just love that. I don't know. I think it, it fits somewhat of her, her character. Um, mm-hmm. She's not afraid to show some leg. That's for sure. <laughs> oh, definitely not. <laughs> I think it's so funny to me because of just the pure difference between that shot and the one right before it. Ugh, I, I can't help but laugh every time. Yeah, I mean, part of the show is like it just gives you mood whiplash like all the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what the show um, is. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Chokoku is there and she has her flip phone out and she's like, hey, do you have a minute? And the scene doesn't continue it it cuts to dharma <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, in the she's same back in that like alleyway yeah, that same alleyway uh because they you know have a budget and they can only film in certain locations <laughs> yes <laughs> but uh but it could also be like this was kind of like the designated place they were like yeah we're definitely gonna black is gonna be here you know like this is the yeah. place we're gonna have the confrontation uh at least that's what was kind of the setup yeah, a, a little early, bit. Earlier of this episode. But yeah, she's looking God. for Black. She's like, where are you? Like, come out. And she's just like flailing around in the dark. Yeah. At least so funny. <laughs> it's... Oh, God. And then like, she says like, there you are, Black. And then she stops mm-hmm. and drops her bag. And the look on her face is just, it's so fucking funny to me. It's weird. I don't know why, like, why they... <laughs> why she went with that particular expression i mean i guess it's because like oh like she's right behind me i know it Mm -hmm. and like she's supposed to be kind of terrified and like but also trying to just be like don't react so that she doesn't know i'm about to punch her you know like Mm -hmm. i don't know it's it's funny her reaction Mm -hmm. is funny um it is I think Black's face is also funny because it's such just like a blank expression. It's so funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so like Dharma tries to punch her, but like Black is too fast and she's already shifted into another shadow. And she's, you know, Black being all cool and mysterious and like holding up her her little cross. 
as she disappears into the shadows once more. I was trying to think of something funny that Black was going to say while she was holding her cross, and I just couldn't do it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> God, I was trying to. I was going to try to make a joke, and I had several things written in my notes, like, "Oh, maybe this one could work," but no, none of them. Really oh my worked. God! But I'm sad. <laughs> this is sad. Um. um. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, we kind of blend back to Maida as she's looking up into the full moon. Mm-hmm. I think it just quickly cuts again, though. It does. It yeah, like I... it blends back to Mida, and she hears that phrase from Black, where it's like the path to the moon will appear again, or whatever she mm-hmm. says. Right. Um, and then it immediately cuts back to Donnerma getting the shit kicked out of her, <laughs> <laughs> as as per usual. As usual. Yeah. Maji's second favorite transition. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's actually you're right. You're right. <laughs> it is. They really love to show Dharma getting the shit kicked out of her. Ah, poor Dharma. Um, yeah. But um, <laughs> she gets up and she's like, I'm not finished yet, like she usually does. Um, mm-hmm. And Black just quick, like, speeds, speed punches her, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, and goes on to recite more poetry as she continues to just, like, beat up Dharma. <laughs> Uh, and Dharma's still, like, being, like, not yet, like, as if mm-hmm. waiting for something. And then it comes back to Maida again, mm-hmm. <laughs> who who's still just walking down the street. I think she's still, like, trying to head home. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we they do this weird kind of cut where it's, like, it's not cut to a different scene, but cut to different, like, zoom-ins on Maida. Mm-hmm. It's the same shot, it's just... Each one slightly closer than the next. You're right. I'm, I don't. I don't understand. But okay. Uh, she's well, hearing think, what Yuko is saying to her. I think that's the, why, though, because mm-hmm. it's like her, like Yuko's words are echoing in her head and like connecting with her more and more as she kind of thinks it over. It is mm-hmm. a weird. It's. I will say it's weird. It, it, it is weird to the to a close up of her, but it's not the worst thing they've done. <laughs> visually on the show so i i'll excuse it but yeah she she's hearing basically what yuko was telling her at the temple about fighting and hurting each other and finding something in when they fight you know discovering that thing they're all looking for mm-hmm. and she basically like books it back to where she was walking from we cut again to dharma on the ground she she's even bloodier than she was before and mm-hmm. Black's doing her thing where she's just reciting more of her death poetry to people. Um, and Basically Dharma... threatening to kill Dharma. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> she's like, you're not going to see the light of day or something yeah. like that. Something like that. And then Dharma's like, I don't know uh, about that yet. And then she plugs in the lights into an outlet. And Black's mm-hmm. standing right next to her and she has like her book open. Mm-hmm. And Black laughs, and she's like, "So what? <laughs> the lights are on." And can, okay, so let's talk about this funny. scene really quick, because because like I just think it's funny that Dharma thought like, oh, like the moment that like there's light, like she'll be debilitated or something, you know, like she'll not be strong <laughs> or I, I I don't know, like like a video game, you know, where you like yeah have to do a particular thing to like weaken an enemy. <laughs> And like, I, mean, <laughs> I don't. I just so think it's funny. funny. 
Um, I mean, I could understand why, because the only time she's, like, gotten into a confrontation with Black, it's been at night, and there's Mm -hmm. been a lot of uh, very obvious shadows around them. Right. So, I get it, but also, it's still really funny. Yeah. (laughs) It's, I don't know, I just think it's hilarious that she really thought this was gonna work (laughs) in her favor somehow. Yeah. I mean, like, it, it kind of does, I guess, because it's like now Black doesn't really have anything to hide behind. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's still, but like, stupidly fast, so it's yeah, not like no. Dharma could catch her. Well, I think that Dharma probably thought, like, like her power came from being able to, like, warp from shadow to shadow. Mm-hmm. And that's what it, like, probably her idea was, because you're right, like, she only ever confronted Black in the dark at night. So mm-hmm. probably she had a theory of, oh, maybe her ability, this ability that we really actually do need to talk about. We'll get into it. it. We'll get into it a little bit <laughs> after t- the fight. Um, yeah. But like, it's just funny to me that she's just like, oh, like the light, she can't hide. She won't be fast. And it's mm-hmm. not true in any in any way. No, not at all. <laughs> she really tried. And like, it's... Uh, <clears throat> Following that logic, it is a smart move for her, you know, to no, do it that. Is. But mm-hmm. unfortunately, it's wrong. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I will give her props for, mm-hmm. you know, trying something uh, mm-hmm. that, you know, if she had been right, would have worked. But she was unfortunately not right in this assumption. But we, we cut to commercial and we actually see uh, someone being like, sorry, we're late. And we see the shadow of a very familiar person. Uh, come into view <laughs> and we pan to Gakuran and the Kabuki sisters coming God. to Dharma's rescue. Mm-hmm. Actually, they ask her if she's alive, which is really funny. What a very uh, Yankee way to ask if someone is okay. Are you <laughs> <Yeah>. alive? <laughs> yeah. All right. You're fine. He's still breathing. And <laughs> uh, then they even say like, oh, you're as weak as usual, huh? As they go, yeah, as the Kabuki sisters go to pick her up. And I'm just I like, know, God. I'm just like, damn, that's so shady. <laughs> <laughs> Give this girl a break. I know. She's trying. Like oh, she actually, man. you know, she's actually trying. Leave her alone. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's trying her best. Uh, but Dharma's like, you guys are late. You, you know, <laughs> uh, and that's. This gives us the hint that this is what she was actually waiting for mm-hmm. um, earlier in this scene. And Dharma... Black is like, what is this, right? Because I guess... I mean, if we if we think back to, like, the first episode mm-hmm. where Team Hormone was like, oh, like, Yankee fights are, like, one-on-one, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, though that's not really true or consistent no, no. <laughs> in it's any way. It's not true at all. But no, if, um, if Black was to follow, like, if that's also how she thought, mm-hmm. um, then, yeah, this would be a shock to her. Because it's like, okay, well, now there's four of you. Right. What the fuck? <laughs> mm-hmm. And none of you are Maida, who is the one I'm supposed to be fighting. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> that's what I was thinking of when I was thinking about her reaction mm-hmm. to this. Because it's very much a, like, this is supposed to be a one-on-one fight. Like, I, mm-hmm. you know, as part of quote-unquote Yankee code of honor that doesn't actually that <laughs> exist or is ever followed. Yeah. Um, but Dharma puts her arms around 
Gakuran and uh, Okabuki. Though Okabuki kind of brushes her off she at does. first. She does. She's like, so oh, funny. don't touch me. <laughs> Dharma's not deterred as she puts her hand back on, on <laughs> Okabuki. Dharma's basically like, I'm going to teach you that uh, eating takoyaki is better with friends. And, you know, with her Dharma words of wisdom, I guess. Uh, yep. Her Dharma words of wisdom. And Black's like, takoyaki? <laughs> She's just like, I don't know what you're talking about. But then she also says something like, well, if you share it with people, then the amount you get is going to be less. Yeah, I just think it's funny that that's what she follows up with. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> she's, like, initially confused about what Dharma's talking about, but then she's like, but wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and, and Dharma, Dharma actually, like, pauses. counting. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, you're right. <laughs> yeah, Gakuran actually stops you know, Dharma she's, from continuing she's her like, counting. <laughs> she's like, please, you're, you're thinking too hard about this. Stop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And tells Black, like, oh, oh, I'm the only one that's allowed to kill Maida. Black. Which is, and I'm just like, like uh, what the fuck does that mean? Hello? Gakuran. Hello? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like it's we Gakuran. said with Gakuran, just weird. Um, yeah. But the Kabuki sisters are like, oh, yeah, we just wanted to fight the four heavenly que- queens at least once. God, Black so. looks so done with their shit. Uh, yeah. Uh, because they, like, call themselves Maida's Four Heavenly Queens. Mm-hmm. And Black is just like, whatever. Yeah, I think... I don't know if it's the translation from the uh-huh. subs I'm watching, but she actually just straight up calls them bastards. Yeah, no, and she does. I was just like, well, okay. I was thinking about it. I was like, why... Why did you call them that other than you're angry? I think it is because... Them calling themselves Midas Four Heavenly Queens to her might feel like they're kind of spitting on the Four Heavenly Queens because to that could her, be it, yeah. they're below her, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think part of it too is like they're interfering in a fight that that's also true. has nothing to do with them, right? Like mm-hmm. it's just like this is between her and Mida, and for them to just come in and be like, "We're gonna fight you," is just like I don't know, dick move and Yankee. In Yankee terms, I guess. But yeah, it, I mean, it's, it's also like four to one. You know, that's mm-hmm. still a dick move either way. But yeah, I don't know. She's, it's just her reaction to be like, fuck you guys. Yeah, it's funny. Um, and I'm glad that they let her at least say the word bastards because Yankees should swear more. Um, but they later don't. On, later on, when we're going to get into like season four and five. Uh, I really want a character to be able to say fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Let a Yankee say fuck. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, uh, we get this shot of the four of them. Like, this super dramatic, like, pan yeah. of all of them. Like, almost like the Avengers, kind of. It's, it's, <laughs> it's really funny. It's so dramatic. In, in this episode only, is just like, the dramatic yeah. episode. Yeah, it is. A dramatic TV show. But as they launch to go attack Black, uh, we cut back to Mida running, and she's booking it. Oh, yeah. She's, like, full-on sprinting. Mm -hmm. And it it does give a brief, like, flashback to her with Chokoku. And Chokoku Mm -hmm. shows her her phone, and it's a message from Daruma, actually, that she sent out to Chokoku, the Kabuki sisters in Kakaran, asking them, Mm -hmm. hey, hey, 
Um, she actually says, this might be lame, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm asking you to come help me fight Black to protect Mida because I know I'm not enough by myself. I'm like, this is all I have is just asking you guys. And like, she goes on about how Atsuko is fighting her own fighting on her own, struggling for her dreams, and I'm just like, oh. Yeah, I really love that she she kind of poured her heart out in this message. Yeah. Um, and she does she does say this is really lame, but I yeah. <laughs> honestly like asking you guys for help because I can't do this by myself. And it's just I don't know, it's such a heartfelt little text message. Mm-hmm. Um and you can see that like Maida's actually like, whoa, you know, like mm-hmm taken aback by the sincerity of it and so we kind of cut to Maida again like running as fast as she can um determined to get to the confrontation spot uh and we actually get flashes of all four of the Maida's heavenly queens trying to fight black and sort of getting their asses beat oh yeah she's kicking their asses though Gokron does manage to get a punch on her yeah which is impressive considering how fast Black is. For Black, like, she is fighting four people. Yeah. I mean, she's fast, but still, right? Mm-hmm. She still is put at a disadvantage because mm-hmm. she is outnumbered. Although mm-hmm. her speed definitely helps her, I say, fight the four of them. No, in, definitely. In a way that weighs in her favor, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Um, yeah. Like, she's still handling the situation. No, yeah, you're right. Um, Because we get Maida actually arrives. Or rather, she's, like, on this stairway that overlooks that area that mm-hmm. they're fighting in. And we actually Ooh, get this shot so of... She looks concerned. Yeah, she actually looks really oh. worried. And very scared. Because um, mm-hmm. we, like, she's watching and she sees Black immediately, like, full-on just... Naruto ninja this shit <laughs> and like punch all four of them in like a blink of an eye and they all mm-hmm. go down like at the same time and like Maida's like terrified for them and is actually gonna almost gonna go down there to go help uh-huh. them out but it's stopped by the fact that like all four of them get up and continue their attacks and what happens um, actually, it's what makes me think of how combat in D&D works, because it's like each round is six seconds, and everything happens all at once at this one spot. Yeah. <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. uh, Kokobuki gets up and goes to, uh, try to hit Black, but she actually grabs the cross on her necklace, and because mm-hmm. she's kind of falling forward, she rips the necklace off of Black, which stuns yeah. her completely, because she's like, wait, my cross... Wait. Yeah. Um, and so she doesn't see that um uh, she doesn't see that Kokobuki actually continues rolling and that Daruma trips over her, but she also doesn't see from behind her that Gakuran and Okabuki are there and they actually turn her around and both punch her in the face. Mm-hmm. So much shit happens all at once. <laughs> it's kinda kinda wild. And then from the force of the punch from Gakuran and Okabuki Black mm-hmm. turns around and stumbles forward right into Dharma's face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dharma essentially oh. headbutts her and falls on top right, of her. Right into the nose, by the way. Yeah. 
like right mm-hmm. into the bridge of her nose. So I am like sure it's broken. Oh yeah, no, definitely. Because you can see her nose bleeding as mm-hmm. she's laying down on the floor, and she's like, "Has time come? Has oh, the time God. come?" She has to and be it's... so fucking dramatic about it. And she's like, "The end." <laughs> and uh, <then> yeah, <laughs> I'm just like black. <laughs> come on. Oh man, yeah. yeah, it's it's just really funny um, the way that she just went down like that, but it's. It happens so quickly, like, in the way that an actual fight would, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I can't really fault it for all this just happening all at once. Because in a real fight, that's kind of actually what would happen. Yeah. It's just, like, all this shit just happens all at once. And you're just like, uh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is, I would say this is probably, like, the most realistic mm-hmm. out of any parts of any other fight. <laughs> realistic, even though the girl runs, like, at super speeds that rivals Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> Uh, I mean, she didn't in that second. She didn't use any any of her super speeds. So, I mean, just that no, particular section right. is the most realistic. Mm-hmm. The rest of it, no. <laughs> Not at all. Um, and they actually, like, you know, the four of them are celebrating. They're like, we really did it. And we get a shot of Black, like, kind of like she's, like, she's Jesus on the cross, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, laying down there. Like, I'm just like, oh, my God. And then it even gets, like, a zoom-up of her face with the cross from her necklace, like, right above her. It's so mm-hmm. dramatic. It's so dramatic. It's, like, very anime-esque. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, she's also very anime-esque because she can mm-hmm. move at super speeds, which it's like, why are you allowed to do that? We don't know. Okay, can we talk about this? Like, what are your yes. what are your theories about her speed? How does how is it possible that she's able to do this? What are your theories, Elle? Because I know um, you have them. I I have a little bit more theories about like how it works than necessarily mm-hmm. how she got it. Right. Um, we've made jokes before that there's something in the water, <laughs> <laughs> so maybe she drank some weird funky water when she was a child and that's surprise. Oh my god, she's like one piece, you know, like yes. eating the fruit. <laughs> I think we've joked about that before actually to ourselves where it's like um something in the environment environment contaminates them, but that might have been for an AU where most of more of them have powers. Well, um, we we have talked about well we we mentioned this briefly that we mm-hmm. think this world is definitely definitely not the same as our oh, world, yeah. right? It's, oh, yeah, it doesn't, definitely. like, the physics of this world don't make sense. No. I mean, Gakaran was able to throw punches at, what, 100 kilometers per... Yeah. Was it per hour or was it per second? <laughs> yeah, I something like that. Remember. Something like that. So it's like, um, no. <laughs> That's not how that works. Uh- <laughs> yeah, so physics don't work in this world. Uh, yeah, no, And there's no. definitely something weird going on in this universe mm-hmm. that... A girl like Black could just run that fast, and it's like and, not, and no one nobody even blinks it. about it. They're just like, know, oh like, yeah, that's just a part of her. That's just what she does. Yeah, so there's definitely something weird in this world. Um, but how how would you say that her powers work? Okay, so I had this thought, um, actually the other day when I was making notes for this and putting my like notes for my headcanon in, was like. Well, we do see block, uh, Black stop. We see her stop mm-hmm. between bouts of speed because I imagine if she didn't, although I don't really imagine Black as being someone who would want to be in 
like the top position of power just to me she doesn't seem like that mm-hmm. character but i right. imagine if she could go indefinitely she might have been able to beat yuko because she's yeah, so I fast and it. i don't think yuko would have been able to hit her if she could no. yuko's probably strong enough to knock her out really easily and that's probably what actually happened, because I imagine, like, how with Yuko fought Sato, Yuko fought at least Shibuya, Black, and Gekikata. But, because we do see Black stop, uh, my headcanon is that she runs very similar to how a cheetah sprints. Cheetahs can mm. go from zero to 60 miles per hour. Literally the fastest animal on the planet. They could right. do it for only... I, I think it's 15 to 20 seconds mm, mm-hmm. because their body overheats if they go past that point. So I think black speed works that way. And that's why she stops after doing using it for a certain amount of time. Mm, I can see um, I can see that being actually a, a, um, how it works. Mm-hmm. I also have like this theory that like maybe she can learn how to to extend the amount of time she can use it for by using it a lot. Um, Mm -hmm. But she actually, like, counts how many seconds pass by in her head. We've talked about this before. Um, Not in the show, but you you and I have. Um, You have mentioned it before, yeah. But she counts how many seconds go by so she knows when to stop. Um, Mm -hmm. And so if someone's able to distract her while she's using it, um, they could make her forget where she was at Mm -hmm. and my thing is that she doesn't necessarily overheat it's more of she passes out completely if she goes past that it would be interesting if she actually did overheat like how would that look like a lot of sweat (laughs) probably i mean she probably still would pass pass out because um Mm -hmm. you can pass out from heat exhaustion my my sister Mm, has actually um because she used to work (laughs) in a greenhouse during the mm, summer mm-hmm. and when you work in a lab you have to wear pants all the time stupidly hot temperatures in august in a greenhouse of course she came yeah. inside and passed out um yeah no that's actually a really interesting theory i don't think i actually mm-hmm. have any theories well i mean i do have theories on like mm-hmm. why certain girls have more power and abilities than mm-hmm. others but not any like specifics mm-hmm. um necessarily i'm thinking more like origins rather than how things function I, yeah, I have no, a bio think... degree, so that's why I think more of how things function. Yeah, uh, no, but you, I, but I actually really like them? that theory that you have it. Um, oh, thank you. Yeah, no, I, I really enjoy that theory uh, because it, I think it actually, it, it really works if you, you know, if we watch this fight particularly mm-hmm. um, because she did get distracted and she wasn't thinking about her timings and you could see that like, oh, that, well, obviously like the cross that she carries carries like a lot of meaning for her. Yeah. And so for her to just have it like ripped off, she obviously in that like moment it would concern her and she would get distracted. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. Like I coming back to like the fight in general, I have sort of mixed feelings about it. Um, yeah. I'm I'm glad I'm not the only one, but I also do have mixed feelings about it. Well, we can get that now. No, let's get let's. Let's talk about it at the end. I'm getting ahead okay. of myself here. But I, I do, I will say I do have mixed feelings. Um, but yeah, no, that's an interesting theory. And I, I actually really like that theory a lot. Oh, thank you. Uh, I haven't really thought of one for myself as to what her powers may be. But I, I'm glad that the show actually makes a point to like 
be like, yeah, her powers don't come from, like, dark or light. It's just something that she has. Yeah. Uh, so they at least debunk that idea of, like, oh, it's because of the shadows or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't have anything to do with that. Because I remember, like, fan-wise, people were like, oh, like, she's clearly, like, not human in some way. Yeah, I know a lot of uh, people, or one person very adamantly was like, Black's a vampire, and I'm like, no! <laughs> it's like, it that doesn't really work, you know? Like, no. to think that she's not, like, she's other, like, I mean, she might be otherworldly in terms of, like, her genetics or something, but I mean, like... Yeah. Oh, like, actually, that like was another theory. Like a monster or something? I had. Yeah. Actually, now that I remember, now that you mentioned it, was that um, maybe, like we said, this this is definitely a different world than ours. So I was thinking maybe at some point in her lineage, at some point in the past, like, was descendant from a god or something. And it's been like, <laughs> well, but it's so limited now because it's been like thousands of years that uh-huh. it is only shown through <laughs> The super speed. Because I, I don't, I don't before, think you've ever mentioned that to me. Before. I haven't. Okay, because <laughs> no. I've definitely thought about this before. Um, I, and I, also I don't know. I feel about, like that's way too much of a stretch for me. But it's, I mean, yeah, that's interesting. but that's what you. But that's just what reminded me when you said otherworldly. I also had this idea that it, which I've mentioned to you before, that it runs in the family, but only mm. one side of the family. So like her mom, let like let's say her mom's side wouldn't have it, but everyone on her dad's side would. I don't know. I don't know if I like that particular theory that it's mm-hmm. family related. I I don't I'm not inclined to that one. I definitely think it has something to do with the world around them and, and mm-hmm. the way that the world functions. Um Yeah, I I definitely but like I, my but first again, one I don't think it's, it's like there's something in the water. Yeah, no, I definitely think so. it has to do something with the environment around them, something within mm-hmm. their world. Um, because people don't really, like, blink about it. People don't, like, be, like, aren't terrified necessarily about her kind of ability, but rather that she's powerful in her own way. Like, yeah. I don't know if I'm I'm oh. saying that right, but it's just, like, it's just, like, her super speed is almost just secondary to the fact that she's just strong in general. Yeah. You know? Um, or, like, it's a part of why she's strong, but people are more right. concerned about her being strong than the fact that she could run at incredibly fast speeds and no mm-hmm. one else they know could do that. No yeah. one bats an eye to it, and I think that's just... Yeah, exactly. Interesting. So there has to be, like, maybe there's that's actually not as uncommon, you know, mm-hmm. in their world. Um, obviously, we get no explanation <laughs> in this episode yeah, about not. it. Um, <laughs> why would we? Yeah, why would we? Because whatever <laughs> but th- those <laughs> are just, just the ideas that we have about uh-huh. it um people are you know feel free to disagree feel free to have your own theories and that's fine yeah uh, i yeah, would even say that them. like it'll be fun yeah no i mean feel free to theories like messages on on our uh email or like twitter or something about it like if you guys have your own ideas uh, i know some people are like yeah she's not human she's like a vampire or a monster or something and that's fine to have that that idea of it too mm-hmm. i don't agree with it i don't think that's what it is because she was clearly walking in broad daylight yeah uh, i don't you know i don't think she would be I able mean, to go to school if that was the case technically in like some versions of the vampire mythos it just depends on who's writing it they could wear things that let them be in sunlight that's um, true but she wouldn't be wearing a cross, you know, oh, like, aren't those supposed no. to hurt? 
Like, and yeah. it's supposed to hurt them. Yes. I don't know. So, that, uh, to me, the cross is more of a debunk of yeah, that for of canon. That you can have yeah. your, like, for an AU, yeah, sure, that'd be fun. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think for canon reasons, I just don't think so. No, but. I don't think so either. Um, we're kind of getting off topic, but it's it's <laughs> her abilities are really... And we'll see another character as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, actually, we'll see several throughout this whole series that have mm-hmm. these particular enhanced abilities with no explanation no, ever given. there's never an explanation. <laughs> They're just like, yeah, no. they have these. That's it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's ridiculous, but whatever. It's The show was just made for as a cash grab, so it, it, <laughs> you yeah. know, it doesn't really matter. Um, but we we're allowed to come up with our ideas, at least mm-hmm. try to, um, for canon. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So the the Midas friends have won, uh, and Dharma's like, "Do you guys know what the strongest bond in the world is?" Yeah. And they're like, "No, <laughs> it's the it's bonds a- you make with the friends you fought with." And I'm like, "You're I'm so like, dramatic, God. Dharma." <laughs> How very anime of you, Dharma. Yeah, Yeah, no. Um, And, like, Maida's watching them from above, and she has this, like... I don't know how to describe it. Like, I guess, like... Not not sorrow, but she's just, like, watching them, like, intensely. Yeah. Like, as as they're all just kind of celebrating their victory. And she's thinking about what Yuko Yuko has said Mm -hmm. about fighting and, and finding, you know, meaning in it. Uh, and she actually might actually smiles like she does. She, oh. It's yeah, it's probably one of the bigger smiles we've seen her have mm-hmm. um, in this particular season. And we hear Dharma still talking about you know like chicken wings of victory. And, yeah, and she's yeah she's them. trying to get the the other three to eat them, and they're like, "What mm-hmm. is this?" And she's like, "No, no, no! Yeah. Just hold it in your hand, smile, and just eat it." it- <laughs> It's to celebrate our victory. And they're all staring yeah. at it like, oh, yeah. <laughs> you just had this in your shirt the whole time? God. Yeah. Do you know probably how actually crushed they would be? Oh, God. They would be <laughs> so disgusting. gross. disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they actually all take a bite of it. Um, mm-hmm. And it's kind of like a victory meal. And Maida's just watching them and she's smiling the whole time. Um, mm-hmm. This whole thing is happening. I think that like in thinking about what Yuko said and and seeing her friends fight for her. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know, like, just that little... The door is even opening up more for her to allow herself to say, like, yes, I do have friends, you know? Mm -hmm. People that care about me. People that, you know, will fight for me without anything else... Without wanting to gain something from me other than my friendship. Mm -hmm. And it's... I don't know, I just like this moment of seeing her have this quiet kind of contemplation as she's watching her friends enjoy their chicken wings of victory (laughs) and and relish in their victory that she didn't actually have to take part in this Mm -hmm. fight either so um i don't know i that's just how i felt about it like i just really liked it um seeing her express an emotion (laughs) other than annoyance and anger she's expressed a lot of different emotions today yeah it's really great yeah, because it's I nice think to in, like, see the, her like opening up, even just yeah. like, in her expressions alone. Mm-hmm. Character development. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's great character development because we're seeing her kind of open up herself again mm-hmm. uh, after whatever after happened. all these yeah after whatever happened 
that caused her to be this way mm-hmm. that caused her to close herself off um it's just it's just great to see and um the scene kind of just fades to black on her smiling face like we actually even see like teeth like she's actually yeah she does yeah, she has a little bit of teeth to her smile and it's like oh yeah my heart um no, and it's then great. yeah it it's really great um and then so after it fades to black it cuts to um mm-hmm. back to maji joe the day out uh, the day after and it's in the Rapapa club room and we see sato actually standing near the window mm-hmm. in between her seat and Yuko's seat and we see her looking down at her hand, the one she used to slap Yuko with, <laughs> kind of regretting her deci- like her actions. Because mm-hmm. we get a flashback of her, like probably her perspective of seeing Yuko's like her hurt face. face. Yeah, yeah. And she's and she, just kind she of clenches like clenches her fists. Yeah, she's realized what she's done, and um, she she's having this quiet moment to herself. When one of the freshmen comes in and is like, hey, uh, Black got beat, and now Sato's angry. <laughs> yeah, no, She's like, that's it. Like, she mm-hmm. literally says that. And the freshman's like, what are we going to do? And Sato's like, I can't let us keep being beat anymore. And so she starts, I think, yeah, she starts walking away, and she walks by the whiteboard mm-hmm. and slams her fist against the picture of Gekikara, actually. And mm-hmm. then it kind of does like this crossfade into, well, I guess technically it's just obvious. It, it's Geki laughing and mm-hmm. biting. Covered in blood. Covered in blood. <laughs> like their hands are covered in blood. Their face is covered in blood. Mm-hmm. And then that's it. That's the episode. It's over. <laughs> yeah. It like fades to her laugh. Like her laugh. She's laughing. Mm-hmm. Uh, this manical laugh. And I mean, if you guys have been watching along or have seen this season before, uh, obviously like it's been mentioned she's a little off uh off um they mentioned she was in reform school mm-hmm. uh, but it seems that she's finally come back yeah just in time <laughs> just when they needed them uh so we cut to obviously behind the scenes of the fight obviously cut to a preview of the next episode uh, with Gekikara. Which is just the preview alone is already so bloody. Just yeah, as a heads no, up, it's... next episode is like almost a gore fest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> almost because there's no actual like body parts. Um, it's just a lot of blood. A, a lot yeah. of blood. Uh, definitely the darkest episode. <laughs> One of. One of uh, the more darker episodes this season, mm-hmm. uh, but it's probably this is like probably one of my favorite queens okay. uh, for yeah. this season. Um, I agree, and I think I adore her. I so. think Gekikara is a lot of people's favorite, yeah, mostly because yeah, Gekikara right. has like more art than any other character. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. More fan art, uh, but she also gets a lot else. more in like characterization than any other oh, character. Yeah. Oh, from yeah. this season which, so which there's we'll also that and i'm very mm-hmm. thankful for um yeah thoughts uh feelings well let's talk about the fight because okay. like i said I, I i had mixed feelings partly because we don't get uh, like this is another episode where we don't get a fight between Maida and a queen mm-hmm. you know and last episode i thought that was okay because 
like we had talked about, it was a different kind of battle. Yes. This one, I, to me, the fight feels like a side story to yeah. the story of Yuko with Maida mm-hmm. and all of that emotional stuff. It feels very much like a side story with Dharma and friends, you know, like mm-hmm. not part of the plot very much or rather not taking center. I don't know, like it it's not disappoint it's not a disappointing fight. It's an interesting one, I yeah. think. Because we we get to see you know, the power of friendship and stuff like that. <laughs> we finally um, got to the anime moment where the power of friendship prevails. Right. Mhm. Exactly, <laughs> but it's just part of me is just like I don't know how to feel about it in terms of like this is another fight Basically, we're getting two episodes back-to-back where we don't see Maida fight one of the queens. Yeah. And so it can be kind of like, mm, again, you know? like. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, I find it passable enough because it's like we get to see Maida's friends fight for her. And it's it's a funny fight in, in a it lot of a, ways because it it's just like, fight. you know, she gets knocked out by Dharma's headbutt. Which is, now that I think about it, like dharma who was talking to Mm -hmm. maida earlier that episode like she's like i'm not strong enough like i don't have the power to defeat the people that are coming after you and Uh then but she does you know obviously power together with her friends Mm -hmm. but it's still her headbutt that knocks black out you know and it's Mm -hmm. actually kind of a nice callback to that conversation but yeah that was uh actually one of the notes I had in my thoughts about the fight is that it kind of mm-hmm. feels like a little bit, a kind of bit of maybe a redemption for Dharma because the last episode mm-hmm. she was trying to fight Shibuya with her headbutt in particular and just couldn't win. And I know, like you said, this one, she has the power of friendship to help her, although this is kind of like an accidental power of friendship. <laughs> right. Yes. But her headbutt is what ends the fight she does beat black using it and like you had said it kind of is a callback to the beginning of the episode where she feels like she wasn't strong enough to be able to fight any of the people that were coming at Maida. but here she is and she won you know Mm -hmm. yeah It's, it's very good yeah so i mean i like those like narrative aspect of that like how it connects narratively to how the characters feel Mm -hmm. uh and to the struggles that they're going through emotionally um but i don't know like i i feel like part of for me is like there's something lacking about the fight i'm not quite sure what it is Mm -hmm. uh for myself i know like for other people this might be fine like this fight you know is whatever Mm mm-hmm I feel like I I guess part of it might be because we know nothing about Black, like absolutely nothing. Other yeah, than she likes poetry. Uh, she likes poetry. Just, like, she feels... can move real fast. Yeah, and it just that. feels I don't know. Like she mm-hmm. like I guess maybe the problem is that she feels flat as a character. Yeah, and that's why. And unfortunately, I she find it kind of lacking. She is, and that's it's sad. It's sad. To it's me. sad because she's interesting, but it's just like there's. Nothing about her in this season mm-hmm. that we know of other than what's on the surface. Yeah. We don't know about her thoughts. We don't know how she feels about about Rapapa or about, you know, mm-hmm. the school, about Maida. Because, I mean, we knew what Shibuya felt. Like, she felt anger. She felt jealous. She felt yeah. ashamed that she, like, uh, you know, her pride was on the line. Yeah. Shibuya was more involved in her episode. Mm-hmm. Where Black, like you said, it's kind of 
a side story. Yeah. Um, which is and that's it's, it's where a, it's I think this fight falls flat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's sad because she like we said like she has this power. Um, clearly, I mean, there's something definitely different about her, but like there's nothing in the show at all to show anything other than what's on the surface for her. Mm-hmm. And it's just that I think that's what I find to be lacking in this this fight is that there's no motivation for her to do this other than obligation yeah and i don't think that's actually enough you Mm -hmm. know for me anyway yeah because at least with shibuya it was like her pride was on the line you know Mm -hmm. and the pride of her group was on the line too so exactly there was more we don't get that from black fight than with black yes and Mm -hmm. god i wish we knew more about black the same goes for torigoya too we know nothing about either of them, really. I mean, you could say that about any one of the queens, really. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think... We don't know anything. Everything mm-hmm. is surface level. Yeah, it's it's just that with Shibuya, she actually, we actually know more about Shibuya than the other three. That's true. Gekikara does it's get true. like a full character arc throughout all of mm-hmm. what Gekikara is in. But mm-hmm. in the beginning... Like, we don't really know anything about Geki either. Geki's just like, mm-hmm. okay, they almost killed someone who was a Yakuza underling and then ended up in reform school. Um, yeah. We know they're a little bit off and that they're coming back. And then, like, that's it! <laughs> that's yeah. all we know. Uh, and it's, it's kind of a shame. Um, yeah, it is. Um, but it's... I mean, I I get it, kind of, because like, they only had, like, what, they, 10 episodes? Twelve. Or 12 episodes. Maji 4 is the only one um, that's 10. All the rest of them are 12. That's right. And it does not work in the in that season's favor. Oh, no. I will tell you now. <laughs> oh, no. Um, we'll get there. But it it's... Part of it, too, is, like, because I think, again, it's that we have so many things going on mm-hmm. plot-wise, narratively, that we, again, we don't have enough time to concentrate. Mm-hmm. On either one thing, it has to be split, or one has to be lesser to the story than the other. And and sadly, um, the fight for this one is more of a side story. Yeah, and we don't get much <laughs> out of it other than mm-hmm. more progression to the next episode. Yeah, to and the, the next queen. And the thing is, like in comparison to the other episode that had this sense of too many things going on, there's not, like, a lot we can cut out in this one because the plot with Maida and Yuko was important. The conflict between Yuko and Sado is also important. The thing we could technically cut out of the episode is the fight, but the problem with that is that that power of friendship does tie in to Atsuko's small little journey mm-hmm. throughout the episode. So it's like, right. how could we fix this other than maybe expanding this into a two-episode arc? Maybe. Yeah. Uh, I think the loose end here is Black, to mm-hmm. be honest. I think, you know, she is the loose end. She's the thing that... Her. No, I mean, she does get more characterization, not necessarily in the second season, but in actually one of the plays. Um, Which is a shame because that they it's do. not great. It's it's not a great play to be honest. In comparison to the other play oh, that we'll yeah. actually be doing a podcast on, but it's just yeah, I think she's the loose end. I think she's mm-hmm. she's the issue with this app, and that's 
sad because she's interesting character, but mm-hmm. it's just we just don't have time to really give her any sort yeah. of limelight um, because we have all this other stuff going mm-hmm. on. I I was thinking actually one thing that could have fixed this, although at the time they couldn't have done this because this was a show on TV. But Machi Five, as we'll see later, is that they ditched the twenty eight minute episode length because they were switched to they Hulu. Do, yeah. So they were allowed to have episodes mm-hmm. that were 45 minutes or to an hour long. Mm-hmm. Where unfortunately because this is on a TV channel they can't. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Which hurts it. Hurts. Well, some episodes. Some episodes do very well uh, with that small mm-hmm. time frame. It's just this episode I think in particular is hurt by the time limit. Well, I I think what it should have been done actually was they should have had this episode be fully on Maida's character development Mm -hmm. because it would have made a lot of sense for them to take a break from the fight, from all the fighting and just focus on that Mm -hmm. because they just had a fight, right? Like they just had a big fight with one of the queens. Yeah, It would have been good to have not have another fight so suddenly, mm-hmm. right? It would have been good to have a narrative break from that. And then the next episode focus fully on the fight between, you know, Black and Maida. Mm-hmm. Because then, like, I mean, yeah, like, we, we need that, like, power friendship development. But I think in that case, if we did get Black and Maida, like, if that became its separate episode, we could still mm-hmm. tie it to this one where... yeah her friends do come help her, you know, mm-hmm. um, either while she's you know fighting what? black or before, like they do what they were doing, but she joins the fight, which mm-hmm. sucks you know, to be black. Cause I... then that'd be five against one. <laughs> yeah. No, you know, what would have been cool to have. Hmm. Now I'm thinking about it. Like, because the freshmen never do anything mm-hmm. other than just be there. I would have actually have liked Ooh. if they took an initiative, maybe. Uh huh. To, to like, maybe, like, oh, we'll go take care of the the transfer student. And maybe then have, you know, Maida's friends have a clash with the freshmen. Ooh, um, yeah. That would be interesting. They I think that would have actually been great. Because then we would have gotten more insight on the freshmen. Mm-hmm. We would have gotten... uh, We would have gotten a fight this episode. But it wouldn't have been such an important one that it would have been, like, you know, a throwaway one. Yeah, it we, would just be we like, wouldn't feel so, like... Uh, mm-hmm. about it and yeah slightly disappointed yeah um so i feel like it would have been actually cool because then we could still have that power of friendship going on too mm-hmm. because it's like oh like your friends can't fight the harder battles but they'll, they'll be there for you you know like they got your back in other things right uh-huh. and i think that we i would have actually liked to have had the freshmen engage more because it's like they're part of Rapapa too, and like Rapapa chose them to be part of their group. Like they have to have some sort of power, or strength, yeah. or skills to them. Um, but we never see. And I would have liked that, them. Yeah. yeah, we never see that. We never see that at all. So I, I think that this episode would have actually been a great opportunity yeah. to show that they have initiative too, and that they that it's also their pride on the line, right? Because this is their, mm-hmm. their group they, as well. Yeah, they are and, also Rapapa. You know, I mean, they haven't mm-hmm, been there yeah. as long as Yuko and the others, but still. Yeah, no, so I think, actually, I would have replaced the Black fight and made that, you know, the center of the story the next episode and just had, like, a minor fight 
between mm-hmm. Midas friends and the freshmen, and that would have probably solved that whole power of friendship tie that we need. Yeah. Oh, that's a really good idea. Now I wish that was happening. Oh, yeah. No. I... Yeah, me too. But I do not write this show. I only we watch wish. and cry about it. <laughs> we wish. <laughs> we wish we um, could. It's been 10 years. Reboot when? Give us the rights. Please. Yeah. Reboot when? <laughs> um, um, so as far as rating this fight, what would you rate this fight? Oh, I haven't even thought about that. Um, uh, you go first. I haven't thought about it. Well, okay. I guess <laughs> I would rate it like maybe three death sentences out of a full poem. <laughs> I, You know, like it's... It's okay. Like, this fight's okay, right? Mm-hmm. It's not bad. It's just, I I just think that it should have been different in mm-hmm. some aspects. Like, I understand why it's there. I just think the execution was not as good. I don't know. I just think it could have been better for all the reasons that I had explained before. Yeah. So, it's okay. I can let it slide. It's not, it's not like episode five kind of fight. Oh, yeah. I, I still stand by episode five. It's probably the worst episode of the season. So Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um so it's it's okay. Mm-hmm. But it's not as good as it could have been. Now I'm trying to think of what I would rate it. Cause I f- the only idea that's coming to mind is like a discarded cross. <laughs> Out of <laughs> One what? One discarded cross. Yeah. Um <laughs> but that doesn't fully reflect how I feel because I also think it's an mm-hmm. okay fight, but it does kind of reflect of how it's sort of a little bit of a throwaway fight, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It is a throwaway fight, um, yes. So I guess that's why the discarded cross thing keeps coming to my mind. Sorry, Black. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, she always, her character always seems to get like the short end of the stick. Um, uh huh. She gets the worst areas. play. Yeah, yeah. I would say the the least interesting fight out of the queens. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is an interesting fight on its own, but for the whole episode-wise, it's a little bit of a letdown. Yeah, no, I, I, I will agree with that sentiment. As far as, like, Maji count, did they even say it? Any Maji words? Okabuki said it once. The Once. entire episode. Okay. And it's fitting uh, to me because it's like, Maida's not doing any of the fighting this episode. And most of the time when mm-hmm. they say Maji, it's to get her riled up for a fight, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not like they didn't talk about serious things. They just did. They just didn't use the word Maji. It's very, it's very interesting. We have our lowest amount, which is just one. I just feel like this episode is like odd man out in a lot of ways. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just that's just kind of the feeling that I get. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. it Not that it's bad, but it's just like odd, weird. Yeah, I get a weird feeling about it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I guess that's that's episode seven. Yeah, we're more than it's halfway. okay. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, we're more than halfway done with the season now. And Yeah, it's crazy. Uh I I'll probably give a warning again at the beginning of the next episode of just mm-hmm. how gory it's going to be. Um mm-hmm. in case people are a little bit sensitive to that 
Um, thankfully, they're, if they're just listening to the podcast, they're not going to be watching it. So they at least can listen to us talk about it, but yeah, not have. But no, hey, maybe I shouldn't watch the episode. Which, mm-hmm. on one hand, I'm like, oh, that's that is it is kind of a shame because I do enjoy the episode, but it's also like I want you know I want the audience to know their limits and not push themselves into something that would make right. them uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It is a talk good episode, oh, I will good. say. Yeah. I will also um, talk about that for the beginning of the musical because there's like a list of trigger warnings I have to go through. <laughs> oh my god, yes. Um, but we'll, we're not going to we'll get, get into that, that. We'll get there. Just yet. But yeah, so I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, we're glad to be back. Yeah. After a big hiatus. Um, it's just, it ended up a little bit longer than we were expecting. But uh, I'm sorry I got sick. It's the yeah, worst. And, but, I'm still recovering, to be honest. It, that happens. And also, life has been yeah. incredibly busy. Mm hmm. So. But I'm I'm glad we're back. Yay, 2020. Yay. <laughs> uh, yeah, so where can we find you, Elle? Okay, well, you can find me on Twitter at AlmightyYuna and Tumblr also at AlmightyYuna.tumblr.com. Um, I am more active on Twitter and I might actually have some Maji art to post within the near future yes. because I my brain finally fixed itself and I've learned how to draw Gekikara again so <laughs> my curse has been lifted I can go back to drawing Maji so I'm dead <laughs> <laughs> and how about you I wish I could say the same about writing but no um I you can find me at uh, Maji Dayo on Twitter and uh Suspicious Warrior Honmayan all together not space uh on tumblr.com I'm not working on anything right now because work is keeping me uh, sedated. <laughs> um, That's one way to put killing it. Killing me softly. <laughs> if you're interested in old Maji fix, you can find me, find my old stuff on my Tumblr or on um, my AO3 account, uh, Suspicious Raiden Elf. And yeah, I don't think. Oh, you can send us questions at our. Um, gmail majideo the podcast at gmail.com or on twitter at uh, majideo the podcast at twitter.com yep uh yeah um, anything else al are we good i think that's it all right awesome hope you guys enjoyed the podcast um oh wait wait, wait. oh i forgot you're right. we do have We're one now, more final answer yeah we have a couple of things we're on spotify now <laughs> yeah we're on spotify Which is crazy. and itunes itunes we're on itunes as well apple podcast or something like that um and Google as well, I believe. Yes, we are on Google. So if you enjoy using... Yeah, I know. Look at us. Um, but if you enjoy listening to podcasts on other platforms uh, that are more easier to use than our website, mm-hmm. like feel free. Uh, we are now on there. You can listen to us talk about Maji on your drive, <laughs> on your commute to work. Yeah, on your commute to work. Yeah, so you know, feel free to use whatever you guys are, prefer using. I think we're on a bunch of other ones too, like smaller... Yeah, I think uh, was Stitcher a part of that list because that's a pretty big one for podcasts. Uh, I don't know. We'll have to. I would have check. to. Well, I'll we'll post it on the Twitter mm-hmm. account and we'll let you guys know. But we are on the big three at least. Yeah, that's it's exciting. Um, Look at us. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm very happy about that. And so I hope you guys, uh, if you guys prefer hearing it on other platforms, you guys are able to do so mm-hmm. as you wish. Um, but other than that, that's the end of this podcast today. So I hope you guys 
Have a Maji day.